Hi, uh, this is EDE Podcast, and I'm Lindsay, and we're here with Blake, too. And our guests today, we have two of them, Kwame and Mike, who um, are musicians and singer-songwriters and perform together. Um, and yeah, so we're just going to get started. I just want to know, I think, a little bit more about you guys first, kind of like where you grew up, um, how you got to where you are now. So I don't know if one of you want to start and then if they kind of start to overlap, then after you, uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, so kind. So um, just to say, this is Kwame speaking. Right yeah. Now. <laughs> Hello everyone. I'm Kwame Badu. Um, I was born in a country west of Africa called Ghana, which is also nicknamed as the Gold Coast. Um, yeah. My parents conceived me the greatest thing they've ever done. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Um, but yeah, they, they had me and they came out here. Um, cool fun fact, I have dual citizens, citizenship. So that's how really old cool. are you when you came here? I came here I think I was like almost a year. I was like, I was a, oh, I was a little okay. kid, you know. So you I don't was, really remember. Yeah, not a whole lot. But, okay. um, yeah, I mean, I know when I did come out here, I don't know. This has been, like, the only life that I ever really knew. But I do eventually someday want to go back and try running for president. Wow. Uh, since, I'm like, since I'm eligible to and I can, you know. Like, and Trump showed me anything can happen. <laughs> 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 I'm like, man, dreams are made to happen. <laughs> say whatever the hell you want to say. Just own it. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so that's one of my plans. Uh, when I came out here, I started going to a school called um, Marshalls Elementary. Went there for preschool. And um, me and my brothers actually went there. And then I went to a school called Darnell, which is, um, like, my neighborhood school after my family moved. Uh, that school was school was pretty awesome. It like, like, I actually had had that, like, really cool, like, experience growing up you know i had um i made friends with the only white kid in the neighborhood we were best friends <laughs> and um yeah like everybody else in the neighborhood was like really you know pretty cool and we, we like did we like went to school together and we'll like go to like each other's house for like you know birthday parties or whatever and yeah so like even though it was like a ghetto school there was like some type of like soul and connection that everyone had that Aww. like i didn't really find when i went to like my more privileged schools yeah. then um in that in that school, Darnell, my professor, um, Mr. Seaborg, thought I was like gifted or something, so he like signed for me to take a, take an exam or something. I did that, got to Gate, was able to get enrollment to Maryland's Middle School in La Jolla, and yeah, everything is history from there. Uh, played football, La Jolla High School. Um, was in some talent shows, ASB, <laughs> some <laughs> ASB shows, uh, and. It was just really for crazy music? for me. music? You were doing music stuff? Yeah, yeah. We were like, we were lip syncing. Oh! <laughs> yeah. I think it was like a Chris Brown song. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. But, um, but uh, yeah, but one, one of the coolest or most interesting things to me that I really think plays a huge role in the music I make was just seeing how polar opposite the world was for me being on that bus. Like when I first took my first bus ride to La Jolla and just how different the world seemed. It was like, dark and gloomy to like bright and shiny and suddenly there's dealerships and like like my friends houses have laundry chutes that go down and then their their person will bring the laundry back when i went back home i hated my house <laughs> I, was like, I was like i hate this place i hate all of y'all where's my laundry chute <laughs> after i just have that stupid basket <laughs> like and you know so it was, it was always like a like a a rip from reality 
when I came when I came back when I came back home. But I was always thankful that I at least had that little piece. You know, I was like, mm-hmm. some people don't even have that. You know, so I at least got to enjoy that. And it's hard um, to think that way when you're a kid. Yeah, so that's pretty normal. Yeah, and I just I kept making music. I joined a ska band in La Jolla. Mm-hmm. I went to a, I was part of a ska band called Never Ready. Um, uh, Declan Holleran, whose dad is actually a legendary vocal, um, vocal. I don't know connoisseur or whatever mm-hmm. uh, he's um mike or yeah mike hollering of 91x or was former former 91x radio dj yeah cool. so that was pretty cool he was also our um, our band manager wow. yeah we did some sh- that was the first time i ever did a show at selma first time i ever did a show to a sold out crowd anything you know that band really first time i ever went on tour that band like kind of just showed me the music industry from like a whole nother genre and i was doing ska i had people like running in circles and shit I'm like <laughs> <laughs> i was li- i'm literally on stage like what the f- what are they doing i'm sorry i can't you can swear oh i can't yeah. oh sweet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay i was like what the fuck are they doing <laughs> i'm like is this a, is this how like jumping's happening <laughs> like, like yo get that guy he's he broke the formation <laughs> but um yeah the band it was it gave me a love for live music gave me a love for live guitar live drums live everything you know we, i live like a rock star you know we had we went to parties after our shows and shit and it was really cool and holmes actually reached out to me um on soundcloud after um i, I was working with this one producer named eric jorgensen who's super talented from san diego and he uh we did this song called um medicine man medicine man and we didn't know this one called a demo or whatnot but i think it was medicine man that right yeah yeah, yeah and that's I mean, I think that's where I feel the mic off to you, <laughs> so I don't be a mic hog. This is where you take it. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, I guess we could s- start with where I met Kwame, since that's where we're at in the story, and then okay. we'll go backwards or something. Chronological. Like um, yeah. <laughs> um, so at the time, I was just list- like, I just started doing music, like putting my music online, and I was looking for kind of people. It's more fun to do music with other people and collaborate. So um, I was looking for people locally to make music with. Um, but I was kind of just, I kind of just went on SoundCloud, which is where I posted my music and I was just looking through other people's music and I mean, nothing really grabbed me. And then I heard medicine man was a song and it was just kind of different. Um, just had like a different quality or characteristic to it. Like it was almost more like, uh, unique. And so I was just like, Oh cool. Like maybe I'll, I'll send him a message. Maybe he wants to work on something. Um, like I felt like, and then from there, I think he's, he sent me like, a, we started texting and he sent me, he's like, Hey, you want to meet me? Like, you know, <laughs> I forget where it was. You know, meet me at my friend's house. Like, I'm having a meeting with a bunch of other people. Like, at Christian six o'clock, I was free. just like, okay, like I've never met this guy before. Like, <laughs> I remember, like I, like I straight up, t- like I told my mom, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna be at this address. Like, if I don't like come back tonight, like that's where I'm, I'm going. Like, what did she say? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, all right, have fun. <laughs> <laughs> His mom's a sweetheart. Getting to know her, she's honestly like, like up on my top five favorite people. Like there's Gandhi, there's a Martin Luther King, <laughs> Holmes' mom. <laughs> she's she's been wonderful to us and everything we've been doing. Um, but yeah. yeah, so I mean, I I went down there and then um, I think I mean we don't really of all the people that were in that meeting, I think we were the kind of the only people that really like connected or whatever that still make music together. And it was just kind of like instant chemistry, I guess. Um, like we from there we just started recording a lot and then yeah. you know we recorded like a couple songs like it was just easy like he would come over and we record a song in like a couple hours and be done wow. and, like, so to explain that meeting to defend myself <laughs> so i don't sound like the guy in the you know in the van who's like hey man got candy <laughs> you know, like, um so i was trying to put together a um collective because i've i've been 
making music with various artists across um, all around San Diego for a long time. And so I've able, I was one of the things I'm very savvy at is um, gaining connections and talking to people, networking and whatnot. And so what um, one of my plans was to just make a collective of the most talented artists I could find. And we all just meet up, and if we become label, awesome. We become, but let's just see what we can do together. In other words, instead of us just, you know, trying to make it solely on our own, you know, we kind of work as a team, and we actually build this. And the team start off, and it was is actually what um, we have right now today called Worry Free. We actually have a label, uh, well, not a label, it's more like a collective. Yeah, either Holmes. whatever you want to call it. Yeah, Holmes, <laughs> he he's taught me on not saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it rubs the lotion on the skin. But um <laughs> but um oh, yeah. yeah, we we like created this um thing called uh worry free. And my original members uh we just didn't really like resonate that well cuz they were more they were more inclined and focused on other parts, more like just getting high. Nah. And I'm like, yeah. hey, let's do more than that. Yeah. Like right now, we're getting high, but we're being productive. Like, yeah. like I could say, like, what you do? What you do um, today, Kwame? Oh, I had an interview. <laughs> like, well, goddamn. <laughs> yep. Right after I did my laundry. Like, <laughs> so I feel pretty productive. But yeah, they were just like more focused on just um, and like we've had a jam session that was really cool, and like we'll actually make a sick song, but they wouldn't record it. Do you remember that sick song we made during yeah. our jam session that we did not record? And I oh, told yeah. you we were not going to. And I was like. See, guys, we're not making any progress. Yeah. You know, we're making six songs, but no one's ever going to hear it except for our stupid f- voice memos. If we even, if we're even like sober enough to remember to, re- you know, record it. Yeah, yeah. Like so, I had to, uh, I had to kind of like eighty-six some members, but how the did ones, that go? Uh, I mean, you know, I'm I'm more focused on the good of the team. Mm-hmm. I'm more focused on like, hey, whatever. E- like, even if like, let's say I'm somehow the pill. If y'all really want to own me and cut <laughs> and cut out my heart like that so be it but no i'm, I'm joking no one's never gonna do that <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but no like i really do care about what's like what's good for the best of the team and i felt like there are some eggs that are kind of going to spoil the bunch and i'm like why why should we why should we prevent ourselves from from being what we can be and let you know why should we let, let other people prevent us from being what we want to be you know and so i kept him i kept Holmes and another um singer named jay you know, and right now the the team we have Holmes, Jay, Flash, Lauren, um, who else? We have uh, I just I put on a new producer named Marco Escobar. He's just beats are his beats are so dope. That's a pretty oh one. my god, that's a pretty boss like, name. I'm like, too. bro, yeah. And he's like, <laughs> his name is dope. His personality is dope. He's he's really he's, you know he's killing it. And yeah, we've ever since then we've been doing shows. We have another show at the House of Blues September 30th. Yep. So yeah, this month's September 30th. What day um, is that? It was like a Saturday, Friday. I forgot. I just put it in my phone to get it. it <laughs> yeah, off. right. I forgot what day it was. I'm like, I don't check I the day until two weeks before. I have a rule about that. Yeah. I know. I want to start going to. Oh, yeah. It's a Saturday. Yeah. Our shows are incredible. Trust me. You guys will have like the time of your life. And we just really want to bring something new to like San Diego, something new to the market. Because I'm like, hey, we can't. The best we can't. The best we have can't be 1207 and well, Rob Stone. Bring, bring anything to San Diego, really. Because yeah. most people go to L.A. Um, when they start making music, it's so close. It's like a major hub for music. So people just. Do you find there. that San Diego, like making music in San Diego is harder or like easier? I guess because it's a very musically inclined town, right? Would you consider yeah, that? Yeah, I would. I I think uh, most of the music in San Diego is more leans more to like reggae, uh, rock and roll, like ska. Also, um, I think hip hop in San Diego there are, there are great hip hop artists, but because L A is like one of the it's like L A, Atlanta, yeah. Toronto now, like uh, I guess Chicago also. 
New York, and those are like the major hip hop cities in yeah. in the United States. And so, um, people will go to L.A. It's so close. It, it, yeah. there's, there's you can go up the street, and there's a ton of producers. You can, there's even people that can give you connections into like, you know, possibly famous networking. And I mean, Interscope's there. Yeah, and it's like all the studios are there. You know, like it's so it's just so convenient to just go up the road if you're really serious about music. So it's hard to find people that are like really committed to staying in san diego um but i mean it, it's cool it's kind of its own niche it's its yeah. own community it's its own thing yeah. so it's kind of nice to be down somehow here. we met i mean like i actually yeah. i would have actually said you know oh no you should totally go out elsewhere and i i still think that's you know that's something you should do you should branch yeah. off eventually but um as of late i've been i've been running into some really talented artists this artists are like i'm like wow you've been here the entire time yep. <laughs> like, yeah. wow we just met you know and it's it's almost like, like, because I recently got a I recently got an email from this um or not email but a SoundCloud message from this um fan, uh, I guess I could say fan now and it was just like this really inspiring message. It was like you know like yo man I see you, I see you um I see what you're doing. I see how you're putting yourself out there. It's really inspirational. Um, mad respect, bro. Like I have the message right now, and I like listen to his stuff. I'm like wow, dude, you're actually like talking about something different. Yeah. You know, like you're actually like like I heard one of the songs. I was like, wow, you're actually pretty good. Like, could have even heard it. You know, I don't even know where you were. And I guess like Holmes was saying, it's harder to like really gain that visibility unless you're like in places yeah. like L.A. or was that what kind of what you were saying? Yeah. I don't know, yeah. Like, want to just like <laughs> rephrase the whole thing <laughs> you're saying? Fuck L.A. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, I mean, obviously, are you guys gonna stay here? Or are you guys looking at actually going to like if things were to take off or actually when things take off? Pronouns. Is that pronoun? I think it's very important for not just me and Holmes, but just our whole, you know, worry free team and everything. I think it's very important that we take a lot of our operation up north. And I think it's, it's yeah. like, I, like I was saying um, earlier, it's very important that we branch off because I love the city and I was actually going to move to L.A to um study animation i want to really? be yeah my my real passion my hardcore on you know on god passion is <laughs> is animation and you know that's what i got accepted to uh csula to, um to get a bachelor's in animation but i don't know I, this this was kind of taken off and i was like i taught myself how to mix and master and make music maybe i could teach myself yeah. how to animate you know so i was like let yeah me, let, me, let me take a crack at that but i still did think it was very important just to be in that general yeah. you know like i'm actually gonna go up go up to la uh next week to record at this studio so really yeah, yeah. i mean I, th I think it's close enough too that you don't necessarily have to relocate to la too like it it, it kind of depends on like the stage of where you're at mm -hmm. uh, a lot of what music i was talking to him earlier about it i think a lot of music is online now like a lot of a lot yeah. of things that businesses in general are turning towards moving online um, you know, people don't consume music from CDs anymore. Everybody listens to Spotify. Everybody listens to iTunes. Everybody listens to stuff on YouTube a lot. Um, and so if you can get your music online and get visibility online, it doesn't really matter where you are. You could be in Antarctica. If somebody <laughs> can hear, you can hear your song. And, and so it's kind of like a combination of both. I think for now, like I'm, I'm content with being in San Diego, but if there was ever a situation where like I can get a lot of shows in LA or something and it'd be more convenient for me to stay up there than I'm, I might consider relocating then. But So 
I want to hear about just kind of where and how you grew up and how you got into all of this. Yeah, sure. sorry, we side railed. Okay. That's okay. That's thank, what, thank you for thank you for that. All about. <laughs> thank you so much crazy. for that. She got like a schedule. So I was born in South Carolina. My dad was in the Navy, um, and then we moved to San Diego because he got relocated. Um, and from there, I kind of just grew up in San Diego. My mom is actually was still in school when I was born, and she's a doctor and a lawyer. Um, wow. Yeah. So um, eventually, like, you know, I kind of learned, like, a work ethic from her. I definitely did not like school as much as her. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get that gene at all. But um, I, that's kind of where I got, like, some of my work ethic is seeing uh, how she works. And I apply that to, like, making music. Mm-hmm. I can apply it to things I like to do, but other things not so much. Um, so, you know, I had a pretty you know n- normal childhood i guess i grew up in a white neighborhood uh nice neighborhood but uh so it's kind of like that's where you're saying it's polar opposites yeah. um but i mean i did have to learn a lot like my mom didn't just hand me over everything there's a lot of you know mm-hmm. you have to earn you do your chores do this and you know there's a lot of lessons life lessons i learned growing up um musically i started doing music i think the first time i learned that like i, I liked music was when like I listened to the Lion King CD, it was really weird. I was young. Yeah. I forget. I was like eight, and oh. I tried to like so sing adorable. it exactly pitch perfect, like exactly. Like I literally would listen to it. I would start over if I messed up. Like I would literally like oh. sit there and I would start over. I didn't even know this. I didn't even know this shit. Yeah. Like, this is like almost like obsessive. Like and I don't know why. And then like my mom was like, "Oh wow, you like singing?" I'm like, "Yeah, I kind of oh do." Holy <laughs> 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 you fucking up our tapes. Fucking up our cassettes. What I feel like I feel like I would probably been a ticket like the type of kid to just like record. Over it, yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we would, probably wouldn't have been cool. Like a acapella, <laughs> uh, <Sabanya. laughs> um, but yeah, um, so your mom, was yeah, and then I started doing like church singing. Like, I did it for a little bit, I didn't, I, I didn't really like church that much, but I like singing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was like kind of just never really was into church, like, I just was like, yeah, I don't know what any of this is, like, I can't yeah. see it, like, I don't know, like, so <laughs> not to offend anybody or anything like that, but that's how yeah, it was, like, from yeah. an early age. Um, and my mom's like hardcore like religious and stuff but I just I didn't get that yeah Um, so I kind of stopped with like completely like I would do it like privately and stuff like I remember like in high school I would sing to like girls I liked and stuff like that like I was like what you did that (laughs) bro (laughs) high five Wow, I thought uh, it worked every time. All the <laughs> listeners at home, we just exchanged a very nice high five. Yeah. <laughs> it was all right. Um, wow. <laughs> it sounded like... We're just honest, man. Yeah. Um, We've had better high fives. Again. But I actually, I actually wrote like poetry and stuff, I would, like even from like middle school, I think. I would write a lot of poetry and write a lot. I never really thought to combine the two. Like I would just sing like covers or whatever. And then um, for a while, I just stopped doing all of it. Like, I think it was like around the time when I went to college for the first time. Um and like i just wasn't really happy i could never really figure out why it was like years and years went by and i was just like man something's missing and then i it was like maybe three or four years ago i bought like a little midi keyboard piano thing and i just like bought a little like webcam thing and a little micro like a cheap usb microphone and i just like started doing it again i was just like oh this is this is awesome and i just started you know keep going with that and i didn't really post anything i made for a while um and i think it was i think it's been like two years now uh since i posted like my first 
song on SoundCloud. Wow. And when I posted it, I was like, ah, no one's going to listen to it. But I think it was like a day or two later, I got like a message from this guy from Brazil. And he's like, yeah, I, I listened to your song and it just really like resonated with me. Like, I really liked your like, blah, blah, blah. And like from there, I was just hooked. I was just like, okay, wow. I have to keep doing this. Like, this is awesome. Like Thank people actually, people actually like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's around the time where wow. I, I reached out to Kwame and, and we started making music too. So that's kind of like the basics of of me coming up in, in music and getting That's started awesome. with that. I love hearing stuff like that because sometimes people reach out to me and say like, Oh, you know, or I don't know, like if I've helped them and so not that I'm like super influential, but I am super into like health and wellness. Mm -hmm. And if I post something about that and people will be like that, I don't know. But, um, it makes you want to do that for other people too, Definitely. because you don't like so many times you're like, Oh, well I, mm, I don't want them to think it's weird or I don't want to tell them. But then, if you know anything happened or it was too late or you're always like someone probably would have loved to hear that you know yeah, so that is so cool that that yeah. something like you that should always say had it. yeah totally and that's just cool that something like that had such an influence on you i love that yeah yeah i just love how like like opposite our lives were because i'm like like i grew up in the hood you know like i had that like hood life like for <laughs> like where you know like shit was real and like seeing, you know, how he had like this whole suburban life, and how like well our art together still resonated. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's cool because we kind—I feel like in our music we kind of give like people, listeners, kind of the experience of both. You know, mm -hmm. we have a song yeah. named Sevens where we literally just wrote our verses about our Jordans, like, just, like, just <laughs> Jordans. and like our experience in life. You know, like my verse was like like some school days had a new fade and a new do. Like had to had to had to. L like cool J, but now I find love in this new wave. Ain't none changes, but the faces and strangers. Wait, but the faces and places keep turning to strangers. Born in the manger with the angel covering up my back, trying to keep me out of danger. But now I'm 24. My partner ride around with a 24. And niggas know the game like the 24. Hope they know my name. Before, like, and it was like this whole like verse like that. Like when I listen to the song, sorry. But when I listen to the song, it's like just crazy to me because I hear how Jordans seem like from his point of view. Yeah. his yeah. life and i'm like shit and it's like polar opposites yeah you know uh sorry it's something that i found was really cool about no, it oh. well because like on paper you would think that you guys would have nothing really compatible or nothing to relate to each other with especially with music that's like how can you sing you know about yeah. like if yeah. you both are probably inspired by different things but the way just that it works is amazing yeah i think it just goes to show people or people like i mean you might yeah. be raised in a different environment but at the end of the day people you know have the same kind of values and the same kind of things same like, drive i mean like when i know when i met him like the first thing i noticed was he's just really positive and like i was coming from a space where like i didn't want to be around negative people at all like if i had friends that were negative cut them off you know like it's just i only want to be around people that are positive and actually like bring something to my life and i would try to be positive Shout out to to flash people. Flash is like the most positive person I know. Yeah. <laughs> but like he'll tell me stuff like I'm super like randomly like 50 to the point where it's like annoying, but I'm not really annoyed by it. I'd be like, I'm proud of you, man. Or like, you know, good job. You did an amazing job. And it's like it's like to most people, if you get annoyed by that, you're stupid because like, <laughs> right? like yeah. it's like super like I'd rather hear that a million times a day than like you suck or like, you know, what are you doing, man? Like, what are you doing? You know, like, <laughs> why are you here? <laughs> no, but like when I when I heard it, because you know, it's crazy. I compliment him. But some a lot of times. I mean, part of me does it because I really think that it's good to know. Like, I want all the artists to know that, look, yo, you guys are doing amazingly, and I'm very, very proud of you guys. And every day you guys make a song, the fact you guys just don't stop at your last, you know, that's amazing because, you know, you're only as funky as your first cut. 
Yeah. So, you know, that's that's like the law. That's the Bible, you know? And the fact that he is so consistent. This guy pumps out, like, like my little sister. Holmes is my little sister's favorite artist. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, God damn. I'm like, have you listened to my album? <laughs> I'm like, just try to go back to track three. You just, just give it one more repeat. Just try it. Yeah. You know? And, like, but I don't mind that because I'm like, yeah. he's my favorite artist, too. I'm like this. This guy is literally in his in his room, in his studio, in his zone, and he and everything he puts out, it sounds like something that should have been made in a multi million dollar like laboratory. Yeah, and he makes me feel like I'm I'm like better because like a lot of people call me like the Dr. Dre or whatever in my neighborhood and shit, and it's cool. It's cool <laughs> and all that, you know. But I'm like, I want to get to a point where it's like Dr. Who. Right, <laughs> right. I could watch Doctor Who yeah. <laughs> if you like Doctor Who, you know. <laughs> but like, it always drives me to keep working. It always drives me to yeah. keep making more and more beats, more and more fire. And then I listen to hit one of his songs, and I'm just like, damn. And I just I go right back at it because I'm like, yeah. damn, Holmes dropped fire. I gotta, yeah. I gotta match up. <laughs> oh man, I gotta. Do you guys drive each on. other? Would you say you guys drive each other? Yeah, sure? definitely. Yeah, yeah. I can't let him body me on the beat. <laughs> he has a couple of times, man, and it's it's like. Damn, <laughs> you know, but I I feel like I've God. I, there's some bars I've written that I don't think I don't think Cassidy could have came back from. Bro. <laughs> I don't think like Nas could have came back from. You know, so we we kind of just go back and forth. You yeah. Know? And so you were talking about all those like how positive he is and everything. So like, do you guys find that on your guys' way up, you guys find more and more negativity as it goes? Is there any specific like times where, or you think he came? To you in the right time, because like his positivity, maybe you were in a certain. I don't know. Yeah, it's, definitely. No, um, I didn't even know you were depressed, man. I'm sorry. You should have called me earlier. <laughs> nah, you didn't know. Me, <laughs> I would have been there, man. <laughs> no, yeah, definitely. Um, I was just kind of. It wasn't so much depression. I guess. I guess you could say. I don't really know what it was. I just, yeah, I just didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life, and I was like kind of confused. And I feel like that. it was like I had tried to go to college a couple times, and it just wasn't working out. I didn't really, you know, like sitting in classes, and it just wasn't for me. Um, and you know, eventually I was just like, well, what am I going to do? I have no idea, like, what I want to do with my life. I like, and then I kind of just started making music because I was bored. I just had a lot of time on my hand, and and that's what I like to do. That's what I did. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I just kept doing, kept happening, and I ran into me, and he was positive and encouraged it, and then it just kind of snowballed from there. Well, also too with like passions and stuff and creativity, everybody's creative, but not everyone knows in what ways or how to access it. But it is like, if your creativity is blocked, there's definitely something that's missing. Like I start, like I would consider myself a not creative person at all. Like I haven't really figured it out yet. So like to see you guys doing that, I'm so envious. And <laughs> well, I think so I think this is creative. Respect. I think having a podcast, that's creative. Yeah. You know? and this is really cool. Cause you guys are, you guys literally are the journalists to like and i think journalists in history play the most crucial role so yeah. we know anything yeah. <laughs> that's exactly why we know anything you know and you guys are like journalizing like so many different um just different things i hear you guys like interview different you know people yeah. different walks of life like just not just music like other people I, yeah. I think that's cool it's like thank you right? it has been it's been really cool we've like yeah. had some amazing conversations with people yeah, that super hospitable like, oh thank you we're feeding them beer. <laughs> <laughs> I survive. I only require beer. <laughs> but yeah, so like, um, so you said you guys just had a show, the biggest show that you guys ever had. Yeah. Um, so far, tell me a little yeah. bit about that. Oh, uh, dude. Oh my God. I was hoping you would. Oh, thank you. Okay. So this is like, this is like, um, 
for me, this was more of like a redemption, like a redemption show because I had a uh, headline show. I had a headline show. Uh, it was oh, called. <laughs> get ready for the name. The name is gonna excite you. <laughs> Kwame Badu's summer kickoff. <laughs> The flyer was so cheesy. I was like borderline embarrassed yeah. to post it. Thanks, man. <laughs> hey, thanks, that, that's, man. You hey, didn't make thanks. it though, so that's what that's why yeah, I was saying. Yeah, like, so it was, it was a show that like, like I so I threw the whole like me and me and this me and my buddy um threw the show from the whole, like the whole ground up, yeah. you know, and the show had the right amount of people and everything, but it was kind of like the wrong people and kind of like uh. the timing was off, but like. I like got the stage, the fucking lights, got the, like everything from this, and this is supposed to be like my headline show. I was like, and plus this jewelry company called Trapples of Grind, um, just sponsored me, so they wanted me to like get photos of me performing live. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah, you're you know you're popping, you know, take some photos with our jewelry on, and we'll give you free jewelry. And I'm like, free jewelry? That's what I'm actually wearing right now. This cross is, yeah, yeah it's actually, yeah. Yeah, you know, trap also grind. The more you trap, then you hustle, then you grind. <laughs> you should do commercials. No, man. fuck that, man. <laughs> Brand me. Oh, yeah, just let me do a dance. You should have him as our hype man for the show. We'll get a little recording before <laughs> DJ. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd totally do that. Just feed me more beer. <laughs> Got you guys. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so uh, um, that show was, like, something that I thought was going to be a lot better than it really was. And it wasn't. Man. And it like ended off. I think the guy who I do do the show with kind of fucked one of the one of the artists who's supposed to perform off or something. Or like the artist who's supposed to perform instead of having his money and paying it up front, he like instead of just brought his people. I'm like, who does that? Yeah. I'm like, bro, is this your first show? <laughs> I'm like, if you've never, you don't know any etiquette, huh? <laughs> you're just a savage. He's <laughs> like raised in the wilderness. Okay. I feel like you're kind of like being nice, like because yeah. You're, I'm trying like you're to. Afraid. I, I'll tell the story of the ra- the way I saw it. Like I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Exactly. I don't know the other guy. But and it just turned into Mario real yeah. quick. Yeah. <laughs> um, so from my perspective, there's a guy that um, that was throwing the whole event, and Kwame was supposed to be the headliner. And so normally, when you're a headliner for the show, you don't have any role in like organizing it your only job is to show up and perform and right. do your best performance like so you just they give you a time you don't have they, they pamper you they do everything you know yeah. um but it was just so it was really poorly organized the the venue was you know not really in a good location it was at oak park um so which most people don't really know where that is or don't go there very often um and so and the guy was more concerned about like Oh, I'm having a show. Like, look how cool I am. Like, I'm, you know, like I'm gonna show, post it on social media that I'm doing this show more than like actually organizing the details of how the yeah. show is gonna run. Yeah. And so, like, I was trying, yeah. like, almost being annoying because I was calling him and asking him, like, well, how, where are you gonna get this? Like, how are you gonna get this? How is this gonna happen? Like, like what? Like, because I'm worried about it. But I'm calling because I don't know the other guy. And he I'm always asks yeah. the questions that matter. And and like, always, always like, are you allowed to do this? Matter. Like, are you like what? Like what? Just things I'm I'm curious about because I don't want anything. I want the show to actually run smoothly, you know. And so. I get there the day of the show and we don't have a sound system that works. We have a stage that Kwame got for the, the venue. Yeah. Uh, we don't have a sound system that works. Um, the light guy isn't there. Um, and like everything is just like no one and no one knows. And so everybody's just calling Kwame to get all the stuff while the guy that's running it is just there smoking blunts, like just chilling. <laughs> like he's not even worried about it. And so it comes, comes time for the show time to actually start. And the sound system isn't even fully hooked up, hooked up. There's like one speaker that works and there's a bunch of people kind of just waiting around. So we kind of like have to start the first guy that went like 
played off of like one it was i felt so bad he played off of like one speaker you could barely hear him the mic was the, like we had two mics and one of them was dented like yeah and it's just like i actually rented those. i actually got those mics for my band it's my like, band actually hooked really? me over yeah, the pa he, system the mics the uh like I, I was literally throwing the show from the ground up yeah he basically like, got all the stuff like the guy who was organizing it didn't really do anything like i worked my fucking ass off and unfortunately i had to cut some ties because i had to like you know exp- like realize people's true personalities and the true yeah, characteristics and you know let me tell you what's my revenge i'm not gonna mention their names <laughs> there it is. I, I, I doubt it'll listen that's my but, revenge um <laughs> their names go the unmentioned. thing that made me the most mad is because of all these things that like happened all the people's set times got pushed back to the point where kwame was the headliner but he didn't get to go on until like I think it was one or something like that. Yeah, and it like, was ridiculous. And there was barely anyone My there. My mom was at the like, show. Yeah, and so it's like... My mother was at the show. And so it's yeah. like all the people that were there, they came, they drank and ate and all that stuff. And he's the reason that like he brought all the stuff there and brought all the stuff. It was and they an were, amazing They were show. gone by the time that he got to actually go on stage, wow. which is like... Yeah, that, so they that kinda, made me... Like, I don't know. Shafted, I feel like I was more mad about the that fuck than out he of was. Me. Yeah, so... Like, and it, it, it hurt. I mean, I'm not going to lie, because I was like, damn, man, I like... I fucking went through a lot to get this shit to you know to get this shit popping, but it the was the show cool. wouldn't have happened if you did. like literally every single aspect of the show from the sat like the stage to lighting to the sound system to like the tickets to security everything Kwame actually got set up and actually did, um, and then everybody was gone. But like most people were gone by the time he actually went. It's just like really disrespectful yeah. and just like. I don't know. Yeah. I don't necessarily blame the people, but it just sucks. The organization organization was so bad that everything got pushed back so far. That yeah, yeah. So fast past that sad scene. Um, oh, and oh, oh. Fun fact: I got only I only got paid eighty bucks for that show. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's why I felt like I would rather tell the whole the yeah. whole story. But you know, no, I appreciate get, that. Normally get paid if you don't mind. Oh well, my first observ- observatory show, I got paid like up to four hundred. I had a party wow. bus. I rented out sidebar. And I had a VIP section. That was that was Holmes's first time VIP section. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was definitely he, not my first time in the VIP section. <laughs> Holmes, I'm almost, Holmes, that was the first time I've Holmes been in the VIP be section with you. Holmes, but. Holmes, be humble. <laughs> Sit down. Be humble. <laughs> <laughs> humble thyself. Just say. As you guys can see, we have trouble wow. with this. That is awesome. <laughs> Anywho, he had a, he had a time of his life. We had a part. I um, I got a party bus. Uh, we smoked two blunts on it. The person <laughs> I went through the show with was actually on the bus. So I, I actually showed him that kindness. I had him on. And another person brought a bottle of Maker's Mark, so everyone got, like, wasted on the bus. Um, and what was even cool is I handed out free al- on my free album. And, really? it, and Yeah, and I signed it to every, like, what, 50 people? We signed it. You signed yeah. some. You signed some, too, because you're on the album. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so we saw, we got that going. That was really cool. Uh See, so yeah, I kissed some babies. No, but yeah, we got to the club and like uh, the club saw saw us. You know, like yeah, you know, these are the guys. These guys are fucking. V- it's my first time at the, at the observatory. Okay, my first show. I opened up. How for, long ago? Like this was ago? like four months ago, five months ago. Four yeah, I think so. Yeah. This and I know it was in February. I think yeah. right in the February. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like eight. No, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> time, goes, time goes by too fast. Anywho, <laughs> um, but yeah, so we got to the club, and the security, like security guard, he like, it's cool because the club already knew who we who we were. You know, like they knew they're like, holy shit, this is Kwame Body and the entourage and the people. You know, so that was really fun. And so they had all my people lined up in their special line. We got in. Um, two of my friends, 
one of my friends was really wasted and the security guard was being really chill with him, but he thought the security guard was like giving him lip. And he's like, I know Kwame. He's like, get in his fucking face. I'm like, yeah. I come over there. I'm like, bro, you can't use that. <laughs> let me that's explain to you why that doesn't work. <laughs> like, let me explain all this. Sh- you see all this shit I just went through to get this popping? You can't just. And so, this, but the security guard was really chill. He was like, he's like, yo, Mr. Badu, um, I'm telling him he can. He, he I like, I want to let him inside, but I just want him to like go next door, get a slice of, um, get a slice of pizza because it was that um sidebar, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Get a slice of pizza and he can come back in. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, cool. And I told my friend and he's like, all right. And he disappeared. I figured out later he like had the night of his life. But um, <laughs> anywho, um, we go inside the club and yeah, we have uh, we have our section. I pay the club an extra hundred and they bring out bottles, like four or five bottles. Uh, service. Yeah. yeah, everybody, everybody got their fill. Um, Holmes actually came up to me. He's like, he's like, hey man, she wants to come. He like came with this um pretty little. That's thing. why I said it wasn't my first time. <laughs> yeah, <deep, right? laughs> Holmes came with this pretty little thing, and he had, you know he yeah. asked me. He asked me. He said, hey, she wants to come to VIP. She wants to come to the VIP That's section. To do, can she come? To, can she come to you? I'm like, I look at him like, bro, this is your show too. Like, <laughs> I went to one yeah. like, this is like this is your show. Like, do you want her to come through? And so she came through. <laughs> she brought her friend. And, like, I think it was really cool because we showed the club that, um, hey, we got it popping. Like, my whole section was live 24-7. We were live all yeah, We were live the whole time, huh? We, we did not. Did we turn down, though? Actually, two of my friends found love. Quinn and Rachel, yeah, they're, they are happily um, together. Couple. I hope they don't break up after this podcast because, <laughs> god like, damn. damn. <laughs> I, got, I did not call on it. Knock on wood. I'm actually, you guys probably hear that. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, they actually found love. Um, That's cool, man. And, yeah, I hooked him up with an extra drink because he was getting, he was in there. Are you, are you, either of you seeing anybody? No. No. It's um, a touchy subject. Yeah, right Right now I'm, I'm in, in, a, in a very awkward situation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just for the uh, lady listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I'm single. You don't, you don't have to. Damn, home. <laughs> hey, hey, hey uh, a couple shots of numbers. A couple shots of that jack. <laughs> couple shots of that jack. Anything can happen. No, you don't have to elaborate, but I would love it if you did. Oh, on that? Yeah. Oh well, um, I was over. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had I had my girlfriend at that time when I was doing that whole that whole show thing. Um, I even had I was even with her earlier, but we just like how long were you guys together? About six years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, like. Like we're, we're trying, we're trying to like you know make patch things up and make it work yeah. and whatnot. But yeah, we like hit a snag, and I just, I just really felt like I should focus on myself a little more, you know. Okay. And I feel like, I don't know. I feel like it was just something I like had to do for myself. But yeah. like, we're talking, you know, so we're we're cool. But you know, it, that's like a damn, pretty good is, reason, though. Yeah, it's I. It's not I, like. I mean, come on, look at me. I'm, I'm with Lindsay and Blake. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm balling, girl. <laughs> I made it. Don't you see this? <laughs> uh, but, I mean, yeah, it was, I feel like in life, also, I, I felt like it would be good for her, too, because you know, yeah. I don't want to hold anyone back. Yeah. You know, and well, a lot of times when you're a certain, like, part of your life, um, when you're trying to figure out things for yourself, like, what's best for you? you can't it's almost not fair to the other person to 
You know what I mean? When you're trying to figure yourself as out before yeah. you can even be with somebody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's so true, man. Yeah. Um, damn. Like taking notes on what to say. Like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. fuck, I should have wrote that down. <laughs> 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 Little pin-up card. Don't worry, Kwame. That's just another day. So, <laughs> so to make it just, we'll bring it back up. Um, so what was your first ever show that you ever went to? Oh, and because I'll give you cool. mine first. Yeah, of because, course, please. So you would never... Tim McGraw was my first ever concert I ever went to. Oh, yeah. nice! Then the very next uh, grew two, I grew up in Ohio. <laughs> so, I love how he has to like explain that. Man, well, she has. To. <laughs> I <know. laughs> so I went. <laughs> so I went to Tim McGraw, and then two weeks later, I went to Wiz Khalifa and Big Sean. Oh, wow, so it's a, a complete turnaround. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yo, I heard country girls are bad. Oh, like, yeah. I heard country girls yeah. like yo. Come on, bro. <laughs> like, I, like, let's square dance. <laughs> let's square dance ourselves out of this situation. <laughs> like, but I mean, I, I my friends have wanted me to go to country shows, and they've had, there's been some up out at the Cricket Amphitheater. I think they have like the whole. They're all like, over the place. Yeah, and like they dress up and they'll hit me up like, "Yo, we're going." I'm like, "Nah, nah we ain't." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what day you thought today was. Yeah. <laughs> like. Oh, I didn't get a ticket. Dude, I got work, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm in the studio, bro. <laughs> oh my God, I can't make it. Right? But yeah, so what was your guys' first ever show? My first ever show, I saw Wiz Khalifa. Really? Yeah, at the Epicenter. That was, was he doing his uh, roll it was, paper story? No, this was before he even blew up. This was like, like back Christian when he was like... Cushion Orange Juice? Yeah, it's crazy because the um, producer or the engineer I'm working with up in LA, he's actually working on Wiz, Wiz and Mac Miller's new album right now. Really? Yeah, and he like wants to do an album with me, but he like swears we can get it done in two days. Yeah. All right, shout out Eric. We going to get the shit done? Get it popping. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is a promise. I'm going to hear this back and I'm going to remember. Anyways, um, yeah, so I went I like went to the show with my friends... Um, my friend Shaka, who's an upcoming rapper, uh, Johnny and all them. And this was back when Wiz was just like barely touching the pinnacle of fame. Like he was he was he just he just finished Burn After Rolling. Yeah. And it was so sick. There was this there was this opener that came out, his name was Gold Goldsmith. He's like, I'm sorry, bro. He was from Ohio. <laughs> was he? Yeah, he was like, he's like, his music got the crowd to boo him and then he's really? like he's like he's like yo man this is how we do it this is how we do it in um in, in ohio and everyone and then someone in the crowd was like Woo! go back to ohio <laughs> no. and oh, i was no. like damn and i don't even know how i perform after that that shit was like yeah hard. i was i watched a kid get booed off opening for wiz khalifa yeah what and and like moments after he got off the stage like it just the smoke filled the room it was yeah it was like budapest it was just <laughs> you know, and before I knew it, like, and that was the first time I ever had someone pass me a um, pass me a blunt, and I was like, it was cool, like yeah. it was really fucking cool, because I'm like, hell yeah, this was that is... the first time you ever smoked? No. Well, how old were you when the first time you smoked? When I first smoked, dude. I was like 14. I really? smoked. Yeah, I smoked up on in my high school. We have this um spot called uh, Viewpoint, and we smoked up at Viewpoint, and I smoked out of a fucking apple. And that was the first thing you smoked out. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. We smoked no, out of apple, really? but then we smoked. We smoked the joint after, and because I, I was, I was like, if I'm gonna go in, I'm not gonna be a little bitch about it. I'm gonna yeah, go like in. I'm going all the way. Yeah. <laughs> so we, um, and then I go to we go to Subway, and apparently, as they recall the story, I pissed the Subway worker off. I was like, oh man. Especially when I got to my tomatoes, I was like, I was like, yo, can you put like 
four tomatoes on there, and he'll put on four. I'd be like, can you add one more? <laughs> oh my add God. another. I'd be like, can you take three off? Bro. I did that shit. No. And I think I, I, like and and it, this is why it's fucked up. I think I, if I really looked at like like deep in my psyche, I think I only did it because I wanted to see the mechanics of him do it. I, I didn't. Really? I don't like tomatoes. I hate tomatoes and sandwiches. Like actually, gross. just take after he's done. Just take them all. Off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. what I said. That's what I said. I was, oh, like, no. I was like, I was like, I was like, actually, bro, can you just get rid of the tomatoes? And he like no. got like I he killed you, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I was. I was not a friendly high. I got fired, dude. I would have been. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's choking me. Hey, I like I I bought a cookie too, man. Come on, that's a combo right there. That's true. <laughs> right? Thank you. Yeah. I get some love out here, <laughs> cookie buyers. But um, yeah, like it was it was just interesting. But I, you know, I loved how I felt. Yeah. I felt so like good. I just I felt I don't know why I just felt good. About the show, right? Not the no, 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 no. I first smoked weed. Yeah, I I just felt good in general, and it was weird. But like, you know, I know, I know, and I know it hits everybody else differently. And I'm like, I'm not gonna be like, you shouldn't do it or you should do it. Like, if you don't do it, yo, don't do it. Like, don't do if you can't do it. That's cool. No one's gonna force you. You know, and if you force people, you suck. (laughs) Plain and simple, you you suck. You know, (laughs) but if you enjoy it and it's really what you like, yo, man, more power to you. Because and I know a lot of the songs I've made, it's helped me a lot. You know, yeah, and. But yeah, back to the show. <laughs> Wiz comes out and he comes out in like his jacket and he's like full of tattoos and shit. Oh yeah. And he's like <laughs> <laughs> And then like it's the first song's like still blazing, still blazing, yeah. still blazing. And then the drums come in heavy and that was when I realized I wanted to do it. Yeah. I was like, damn. Just the feeling cuz especially when he did songs like um like what was the song uh up that I don't know what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Or about this feeling. Actually, it was like, it was incredible. I'm like, bro, this song could get my ex back. <laughs> like, if I made this, I can get my ex back. Like, but not that I, you know, I would want to. Maybe at that age, I probably did. I was, I was kind of sad. <laughs> I was, I was sus. I was mad sus. But I want to be cool. I want to be so cool. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, ever since then, I, uh, I went to another show. I went to Run the Jewels recently with my drummer in my band, my ska band. He like hooked us up with tickets into the observatory, the same observatory what? I performed at. Yeah, we saw Run the Jewels. It was so fucking dope. It was just, it was yeah, that's awesome. So, what about you? My first show, I think, was Coheed and Cambria actually at Soma. I think I was shout out to Soma, sixteen or seventeen. Yeah, that was my first show actually. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, I mean, I just remember, like, I didn't really know, like, what moshing was or, like, any of that stuff. And so, like, <laughs> like I'm just going, and then I'm just like, what are these kids doing, dude? Like, this is, like, this, that doesn't look fun. It looks painful. Like, you guys are, like, hurting each other. Like, this doesn't, like, and I, just, I was just, like, kind of in the back, and, like, people were, like, running in and trying to get in there. And I was just like, I don't, I just want to watch the show and, like, listen yeah. to music. I don't want <laughs> to hurt myself or anything. Like, um, so, yeah, that was my first show. Um, I actually didn't really like go to many hip-hop shows growing up i didn't i mean i was always like into hip-hop but i didn't really like get into hip-hop until like maybe like the 2000s like where i really listened to a lot of it like probably like outcast i think outcast like kanye Kanye, we've been compared to outcast a lot really we've been compared to yeah by like you (laughs) (laughs) by me and other people (laughs) all right i could be andre 3000 
hey, big boy out here on your speakers, turn the radio up. <laughs> now, now I'm talking about partner. We chopping it up, big. <laughs> no, I mean, I actually tried a Southern Decay. We actually have a song where I where I try to do like a whole like Southern Decay to rap voice. Yeah, really? and it, it actually sounded pretty cool. If I remember yeah. right, it sounded pretty dope. And like at first, I didn't like Mahomes. Like, dude, this is cool. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't remember what song that was for. It's it's gonna be on my next project, probably. All right, cool. Yeah. So, Mike, do you perform alone ever, or just the two of you? Um, I have before, but usually I, pl- I perform with him. Was um, your first show with him? Yeah, I guess if you count it as a sh- like my actual show where I'm like performing like original music, but I've done like cabarets and stuff like that where I was singing alone. Um, because I did like vo- uh, vocal lessons, so mm-hmm. like she would have us like perform random things. I sang like. Uh, Christmas songs at Balboa Park and stuff like that. Aww. I did a duet with this girl, um, like a bunch of stuff like that. Just a bundle of cuteness. Yeah, I guess. Just a bundle of fucking. Um, so I know that you sing, but are you Kwame more rapper? Like, are uh, you, do you rap more or do you sing also? Uh, yeah, I, I I sing a bit. Like in um All Rise, I sang. Yeah. Um, I sing my own songs. Okay. I I try not to sing on songs of Holmes on it because I'm not ready for that embarrassment. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I know my chips. <laughs> you gotta and know you, when to fold Mike them. Raps too. You rap. Yeah, too, I can do. I can do you both. Sing. I say more. I'm primor- I'm primarily a singer. Like I started as a singer, and then I like I just listened to hip hop my whole life, and like rhythm is the same. I also wrote poetry, and so it's like just natural. Like mm-hmm. at first, I did it because I wanted like I would write a song, and I'd be like I would envision like a rap part in the song, and so I'd be like. Well, I don't know any rappers, so I'm just gonna do it now. Like, right. and then I just <laughs> I just started doing it myself. Yeah. That's um, basically what I do with singing. Yeah. Wow. So <laughs> now I like I try to work with rappers more, unless I really feel like I need to deliver the verse or like I do it. But now I tr- like focus more on singing. Um, but I do like to do both. I think it's cool to do both, and I think like hip hop now, um, like I I say I primarily sing R and B, and R and B used to be its own genre, and now it's like a subgenre of hip hop. So like, in order to be do R and B, you have to know how to rap essentially like every mm-hmm. major r&b artist like the weekend raps bryson tiller raps like everybody knows how to rap and sing and like even hip-hop artists will sing on their songs like drake will sing on his songs Wiz Khalifa sings um and so it's like kind of just meshed together so you mm-hmm. kind of have to know how to do both if you want to make any, yeah any music if you want to survive. which is like somewhat <laughs> new right definitely yeah okay. yeah i mean now doing that melodic singing who do you think brought that on what the whole um, was the movement of maybe being R&B Bone and Thugs and Harmony? Yeah, wake up, maybe wake Bone up, Thugs or like up. Nate Dogg. Like yeah. I, I would yeah, I say that's that's Nate when Dog. that started. And I I think um like Nelly, Kanye probably like carried on the torch of that. And then now, yeah. um R and B wise, it's interesting because it used to be its own genre, like completely completely separated from back in the R Kelly days. Yeah, like you no, know, you, you, seriously, you used to have like right. Babyface is not hip hop. Like you're not listening or like Boys to Men. That's not even close to hip hop. Yeah. You know, like and that was its own its own genre. And then suddenly, like it started blurring. You'd have like Ja Rule and Ashanti on the same song, and like you know every yeah. every hip hop song has like a female vocal R and B singer and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. That's the, that's the jam it though. Is, man. It yeah. is, though. They kind of like it. I don't on know the, why it took them so long. On the it bus, sounded good. It's yeah. just like, what are you guys on the doing, bus, man? Don't like, bother me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what love is. I would say maybe like yeah, definitely like Nate Dogg, Bone Thugs, like yeah. in that area is when it started. When it started, I would say. Yeah. Um, Nelly definitely Nelly? huge. Oh yeah, for sure. What was the first album you got? My okay, my standout album growing up was by far. So my favorite was uh, Man on the Moon Volume One by. Oh Kelly. my Kelly. god! That was yes, the <laughs> yes. Well, that's a me in Ohio boy. You know, he's from shouts out Blake is the coolest man alive. He's from Toledo, 
Which is okay. So, I mean, we got him. I didn't really get into Machine Gun Kelly that much. He's from Cleveland. Yeah, I'm and a friend of Tim. So, like, but yeah, that was like my major album growing up. I don't oh, know yeah. if it spoke to me at the time or what it was, but like, what was the first album you guys ever had? Um, damn, that's a that was a beautiful question. <laughs> I think my first album, believe it or not, was the Loonies. <laughs> I got five on it. <laughs> yeah, and it was a, it wasn't even my album. It was my brother's album, and like. I just listened to it. I like used to take it because like this is back when Walkmans were, were a thing. Damn, I sound so old. Remember a Walkman? <laughs> you have to walk <laughs> with did. it. I love Walkman. Don't walk too fast. Hey, you might you skip. Remember LimeWire? <laughs> that was yeah, it. Yep. Yes. Napster, LimeWire. Yeah. Get on LimeWire. LimeWire. I always no, thought someone was gonna then, come for me. Then then, then <laughs> they became Frostbite. Then LimeWire oh, became yeah. Frostbite. That and was that whole. The Napster was next, right? Yeah. Was Napster, like, I think Napster time. was like around the same time, or maybe even first. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. And I remember there was like some like, they really couldn't find you, but they tried to like scare you. Like there's like we arrested some guy who had who downloaded <laughs> from Napster too much, yeah. and now he's going to court. Like and you're just like, oh no. Yeah. That's why I called it LimeWire. I love how South Park like we created it in that one episode with the whole like, like Metallica. Yeah, with Metallica. the whole yeah, and the whole like the SWAT team bust through the window and the lights. <laughs> like put your head on the table and shit. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, that's the thing is like uh, well Napster you either got like I had a 50-50 chance I don't know about you guys of getting the Bill Clinton you remember when he would you would literally either get the song that you downloaded oh, oh yeah or, or you would get I <laughs> yeah. did not have sexual relations with that one I hated that <laughs> and that's when I thought I had a virus so I was like it's over <laughs> every computer I ever used with Napster destroyed dude can I just say that you've brought like a numerous like amount of nostalgia right now yeah. saying that shit right now like that's the I'm most serious, I used to like panic <laughs> I'm like do I have to restart my computer that's yeah. like you know like system reboot to a earlier day computer now I don't know like right? what am I going to tell my mom like this this <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Well, they, they had like they weren't because before iPods, like you were saying, was the uh, I forgot the name Walkman, the Walkman, Walkman yeah. yeah. And it had like the do you ever have the ones that had like the square? It was almost like a tape, but the CD was inside, like a disc was inside. Oh, was that the uh, like the big clip things? Like little... It's something like that. It was like a little square that you would like stick the disc, it was almost like a miniature floppy disc. You remember floppy discs? Yeah, yeah man. Actually, oh, fun fact, fun fact, I'm actually thinking and I don't know if I told you this idea. I'm thinking about making worry-free bobbleheads where you you'll have like one full song on each bobblehead instead of like a dollar ninety nine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so you can have like there a Holmes is. bobblehead, yeah. Yeah. and he'll play fucking whatever Holmes plays. Or <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Holmes wants to play that day, I guess. But um, yeah, it's just a, it's a fun fact. You can like collect them all. So you know, yeah. guys, collect this invention that's not been created yet collecting now <laughs> we have to parents. do a floppy disk though a floppy disk dude i forgot but all about floppy disk fun fact um one of the things that really got me into music believe it or not was alter like alternative music and i'm really glad because my little sister i'm seeing the same thing in her she's seeing i, I like see her going through the same musical trends yeah. that i went through and your, and your sister's musical as well like you would consider oh yeah she um she's she listened to a lot of erica badu she uh she mm-hmm. you know she messed with the piano a bit and She's more into her modeling now and annoying me, but <laughs> <laughs> but I mean you know whatever's hot, whatever's <laughs> whatever's yeah. in trends. <laughs> but um, yeah, younger she, or older? Younger. She's actually right younger? behind you. <laughs> oh, she's yeah. with us. Yeah, she's holy with shit. <laughs> yeah, she's um. Hello, Crystal. <laughs> I, knew, I knew by the way you were responding that you didn't yeah, know she was right there. <laughs> you missed that. But moment. but yeah, um, alternative music. Like I I listen to a lot of I listen to Avenged Sevenfold. I was that guy. Really? Yeah. I went to yeah. a live show of Avenged Sevenfold. You are and cool. like 
perfect man. circle. It was really? Slipknot. Actually, okay, I'm not a big Slipknot like fan. I don't listen to a lot of Slipknot, yeah, but right. it was one of the best live shows I've ever seen in my entire life. They go in like it's the really? most incredible. Did thing they do backcountry? Of course they did backcountry. Yeah, they always. Yeah. And then the <laughs> guitarist came out in a full white suit with his face like painted he had oh, the oh dude, it was, shit, dude it was sick the, damn tell me about yeah. your concert on the range it was called rock on the range um so when i was dating nicole at the time a uh, girl i was dating uh, in high school some girl we don't have to go into that yeah. part now <laughs> let's i was, let's I was dating on. a girl and she was you know like me being old country boy from ohio it's like i knew all the mainstream anything like you know like I said, Tim McGraw, and then at that time, Wiz Khalifa was pretty mainstream by then. And then I was doing all this stuff. It was just all mainstream artists. And then she loved all these underground bands that were. I mean, I wouldn't consider Avenged Sevenfold very underground at the time. Yeah, but um, she was just a big rock fan, and she kind of showed me guitar and my love for guitar, all that kinds of stuff. And nice. then I went to Rock on the Range, which was like a two-day concert, not like the the ones where you camp out and all that stuff. Like it was just like twelve, you know, like. 10 a.m. would hit the first band would play there was three stages there was in a like a columbus crew which is a soccer team in columbus they have the, at the stadium and then beside on each east and west was like another stadium oh and wow. they would do all this kinds of like there was just a bunch you could walk through stadiums that's like checking stuff out <laughs> and like cool. all the main ones were in the crew stadium and avenged sevenfold was headlining with a perfect circle which is the old singer from tool i don't know if i've heard of tool yeah t-u-l-e Right, it's no, T T O O L. Yeah, oh, yeah. I've seen, I, I don't know what I was hearing. Then. Never mind. And then, and then, um, don't worry about it. Avenged, <laughs> yeah, Avenged Slipknot, which actually was the right before Avenged Sevenfold, and I don't know, it was just one of the coolest concerts ever. Dude, that is so fucking cool, man. I've always like, see, my favorite band, um, growing up was has been Band of Horses. Really, Band of Horses has been one of like my, um, I don't know, I just what like kind of music. Did you grow up with? I, I grew I actually like I was in the hood yeah. but I was that dude who would like listen to like alternative rock on his headphones on yeah. his iPod and yeah. just like but like I'll still be like doing hood shit with my friends <laughs> but I'll be listening to rock you know yeah. and like I don't know it's it was just something that I, I I think that's actually one of the reasons why I was able to have the courage and the whole um and whole understanding to mm. be able to join my ska band yeah. you know and like have an understanding of okay drummer um horns uh guitarist yeah. you know and like and not just like hip-hop beats yeah. not just like dj me <laughs> that's yeah. all that fucking matters <laughs> like actual live you know instrumentation and everything and like because i know I've, um band of horses did this uh they did this acoustic set of um the funeral yeah. and god damn it was actually the song that inspired kid cuddy to make um his song um and if i die before I wake, yeah, yeah. I pray my Lord, my soul to yeah. take. Yeah, so that was um, that's one of my favorite bands, like off top, uh, and it just kind of like fostered a whole crazy love. Like I started listening to AFI yeah. and like, oh yeah, everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but like I don't know, I just um, I got into uh, Three Doors Down, and then I started getting into like Led Zeppelin and all that, and that was more oh, yeah. along my acid days. Like and then like in high school more like. Do you ever listen to Limp Bizkit? Limp Bizkit, well, yeah, I, was, I, was, I, got, I got super into it, but I did listen. I was to Limp Bizkit. Yeah. But Mike, so going into like what he just answered, do you? I mean, what was your first album? Uh, my first album. Well, I don't know what my first album was, but I got really into like Babyface, Usher, like Boys to Men, because that's like what my dad. My dad listened Confessions? to like. Confessions. Oh, dude. These are my yeah. confessions. <laughs> 
I uh, don't know. Even the album before that, I think it's called You. Um, yeah. That one's with You Remind Me, You Turn, all those, all those, those are you like classic. Me, yep. Um, that was the shit, bro. Yeah, man. That was the <laughs> jam. But I, I listened to like arm, because that's what my dad and my mom listened to like growing up. So I listened to like actual like Boys to Men. Like I would just sing that shit all the time. Like I'd be, I remember being in the car like, like as a kid, just grow, like my dad would take me to preschool and shit. And I'd be listening to like Luther Vandross and stuff in the car. So like I, Dude. that's like, that's what I grew up with. And then I just kind of carried on. Like that's my musical taste. Um, and then I kind of like when I went to high school, like my friends would listen to like AFI and like all those bands. So I kind of like that as well. So I had like really eclectic music, yeah, sure. musical tastes. Um, huh. Yeah. And then I kind of like added hip hop into that. And then. So do you yeah. think that like broad taste and interest helps you with your music? Definitely. Today? I, I, I don't know. I always I'll can. I think you on. have to have like an open mind when listening to music like a lot of people like get into what they like and they're just like okay like i like to listen to to hip-hop only or i don't like listening to hip-hop and i think being able to listen to something you don't necessarily like and still appreciate the artistic value is really important mm-hmm. like especially as an artist because um there's something there's like something to take you can take away from any aspect of music or even if like i don't particularly care for country music to be honest but like i can still listen to a country song and be like oh man that's pretty cool what he did there you know like or like i don't i wouldn't listen to this like for recreation or anything, but like I can understand, like that's pretty cool. What they did there. This guy's a good voice, or like that's mm-hmm. that was a cool run he did. Or, like, you remember Usher? Do you remember Usher and um was it Tim McGraw's country hip hop out? Oh, it was Nelly and um yeah, yeah it was Nelly and Tim McGraw. Yeah, it was definitely Nelly and Tim McGraw. Hundred percent. Why did he do that? <laughs> it was good. That was a good song, man. <laughs> the world isn't ready. <laughs> like I think we need another year. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, okay. I feel like any another duo would have been better. I I like that song, man. All right, well, you're open-minded. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like uh, it's like it's all in my head. Oh, is that that song? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I, I think it was know? it was a cool. It was over interesting. Over and over. Yep. Over and over again. Remember? Yep. Oh, man. I think, yeah, I think it was interesting. I thought it was cool. Jeez. Um, we do have one cool song that we can do live for you guys. I don't know if it'll like play off of the beat. Um, we have a song. We could do glass. Could if you want. I think it would sound better with the actual like beat in the, the yeah, thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, how? Yeah. How would it? I mean, is this thing has this thing Bluetooth. It is Bluetooth. We connect to that. Is that loud enough? Yeah, we'll just put our mic up yeah. to it and see how it sounds. Yeah. yeah like putting me on the We're spot. I don't even know if I remember the words to that song, man. We're gonna. Oh. Well, it's if you don't want. <laughs> Dude, okay, fine. And everyone. Do you like, have it recorded, like all all yeah, of it, and then we yeah, can play it on there and just put it up? Well, we don't have it like. With we have other songs recorded, and. Do you want to do any of those? Like, not do them, but play them, <laughs> and we can put the microphone up. Um, we don't have to. I don't know how you're feeling. No, keep them under suspense. Tell them where. Tell, tell them where we can find you. Yeah. That's what we'll do. Have, have, okay. have them check us out. You know. Yeah. All right. Fine. Fine. Us I want people to hear it in its like the full quality. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Entire, I, I know. I just want to make this interview interesting. It is. It is already. Yeah. What, what are you <laughs> talking about, man? Because we, because we like, because we like shared our deepest, darkest. Well, that's the thing is, like, the one thing we love about this podcast is we want to get to know you guys more than it kind of shows a new light on you guys. Anybody that yeah. listens, they're going to hear not only your musical story and all that stuff, but they're hear a little bit more about you. Yeah. Yeah. More insight, you know what I mean? Makes the songs more interesting because you know where, where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Exactly. It will uh, make people more, people more attached to you guys. That's why I like re- reality TV so much. So, her guilty pleasure is reality tv like horrible ones like you know like 
De- not Desperate Housewives. I always want to say that. Real Housewives, <laughs> like some <laughs> Vanderpump Real Housewives Rules. Cool. I can't help it because it's like I literally it will be just on, and then. I won't even be really paying attention and then some shit will go down and I'll be like, oh, and then before you know it, I'm in it and I'm hooked and I want to know what happens and then I have so to know like what drama. happens every week. You enjoy drama. Yeah. Are, but like, but not drama. in my own life. <laughs> okay. So yeah, you, you, you enjoy being a bystander. Yes. And yeah. it is just like, I don't, it's just so entertaining. You're essentially <laughs> Michael Jackson and popcorn. <laughs> just like in the comments, like, oh shit, she said that. Yes. <laughs> and he'll be over there like playing Xbox or something. And I'll be like, did you just hear that? And sometimes he will turn around oh, and be like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> I get like, I'll be sitting here and be like, man, you watch this shit. And then five minutes later, I move from like the chair to the couch. I'm like, what? I can't believe she said that. You know, like, I'm like so funny. Oh, she really said that yeah. shit. He is completely hooked on The Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise now. What? He nice. like is like, do you know what day it is? <laughs> I, I remember this weird series called Dating Naked. You ever heard of that? It was like an MTV. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was yes. like a series where like people actually like dated naked. And yeah. They, were, like, like, they had like beautiful like beach set fucking like like dates set for them. And, <laughs> yeah, but there was like more <laughs> than one. Like it was like one person would go on like two dates so or something. Yeah. yeah. And like one guy, one, guy, no. one guy had a boner never. and like the chick is laughing and everything. He's like, what do you expect? You are literally doing yoga with him. <laughs> she is like parallel to you. Like, I'm sorry, you're going to hoist a flag or two. Yeah. You are going to hoist your flag. Yeah, that you. is so... And the Naked and Afraid show. I've never seen Naked and Afraid. I've heard good things about it. It's so stupid. And they just literally get eaten alive by bugs. Oh, that's, yeah. that's nice. Yeah, that's just wonderful. But yeah, her, her guilty pleasure is that. Mine is Xbox for sure. But sometimes I, I kind of like your shows. I as much TV as you play Xbox. Oh yeah, you don't have to be guilty about Xbox. Yeah, though. the Xbox no! is shit. Yeah, no, see, no. <laughs> Xbox is pretty cool. Yeah, it is, man. I've made a lot of good friends through Xbox. Really? Yeah. It's like, actually. have you anybody that you met in person? I know. Well, like, yeah, yeah, like my friends from school. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. Well, that was like my, that's why I tried to explain to her. It was like, like, first of all, it's how so all my friends are in Ohio or in Florida or that's how I made friends. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like, and you, like you would do stuff together tag. and you chill and that's how I keep in touch with them. You know, like, you yeah. know, a lot of people use Facebook, yeah. but I actually like talk to them, you know, like I'm talking to them. We're doing that's you, fine. And that's the reason I haven't thrown it out the window yet is because do you want, <laughs> do, do you want a really cool game? Play a game called Bullet Force. It's a mobile game free. It's exactly like Call of Duty on your phone anywhere you want. Yeah, it's so sick. It is the coolest game in the world. Play it because I am killing everyone on it. Call me 201. You know where to find me? You know where to find me, bro? If I catch you slipping interactively, I'm going to put a bullet in that ass, a virtual bullet in that ass. So, you know. Find me, add me, call me 201. I whoop that ass and we can chat. No, <laughs> we can keep this podcast going. The only thing I don't like about it is you literally, you can't pause a lot of times. And that's what drives yeah. me crazy because I can easily, if he wants to talk to me, I can easily pause my yeah, show. No. And if it's I online. need to say something yeah. and then he's like, yeah. And then 10 minutes later, I'm like, okay, I'm going to, and he's like, what? And I'm like, oh, I just fucking told you. I get straight. It literally makes him like. Like a four-year-old boy in front of a TV you know watching me, the Wiggles. You know, like, you know me, you know when you know you lost him? When he gets when he gets NBA Live. When he gets NBA Live or Madden, you've lost and him. And Matt, dude, Matt. <laughs> you've lo- oh, you guys ever played FIFA? FIFA. Uh, FIFA. I played, I played back fun. in the day, yeah, yeah. yeah. My, actually, I, not to make this really sad and cryptic, I'm sorry, but my friend who um, I lost in a car accident, the last thing I ever did with him was play FIFA. And I really? got to choose, I, I chose Ghana 
and he chose this country. And I remember he was shitting on me, but he let me score like three, like three goals on him. But he had like five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he let me like, score like three on him, and it was, and you know, R.I.P. Bruno. And yeah, he's one of my yeah. But yeah, I was, I was like, that game is awesome, but now it has like that memory, so yeah. I'm like, it's hard for me to play it. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I've had opportunities. The yeah. devil's been tempting me, yeah. <laughs> you know. But I'm like, I just, I just can't play it, you know. It's Xbox just... or PS4? I'm a, I'm a PlayStation guy, but I don't, I don't have either. Like, this is the first time, like, generation of consoles I have. I was like a huge gamer growing up, but, like, but I, this is the first generation of consoles I haven't yeah. like actually bought, like Xbox or PS4. Good like. for you. I feel yeah, like you would do either. a lot less music if you had it. Probably. Yeah, I, you would totally. I like would. PS3. It's been fine for me. I mean, I don't need all that virtual shit. I don't. The less, honestly, the more, the less detached. Oh no, the more detached I am, the better. When I think about it, because I don't want to actually be in this freaking war zone yeah. <laughs> fighting off bullets and shit. Like I like being in my comfortable living room, sipping my Minute Maid, playing, you know, yeah. whooping some little fat kid who got grounded. You know, like, yeah. like I enjoy that. So like I just feel like the games is getting like way too real, you know. But I enjoy the whole like because Duke Nukem was an awesome game. Yeah. Army Men was an awesome game. 64? We survived. Army Men 64? <laughs> we were fine, you know? Oh, dude. Super Nintendo I mean, is like my... I'll, Super I'll play Smash that. Is really? still, yeah, Super man. Smash is still a legendary game. Oh, it no. still is. It's, it's like, Mario still Kart. tournaments. They, they still yeah, have tournaments. Like, 60 bucks for a copy. A living. In 64 Mario Kart, dude, I will... Oh. Don't even try me on that <laughs> shit, dude. You ever played Beerio Kart? I've never played Beerio Kart, but I should get into I'm that. I'm assuming oh, you drink beer. Yeah, so you have to finish your beer by the end of the race. You could, But when you go to drink your beer, you have to set the controller down so you can't move oh so yeah so you literally try so you get some people's so strategy stalling a lot yeah so you're like ah uh, now they set the controller down and start drinking but some people will do the whole race get to the finish line stop right before and chug their beer so there's like different that's kind of cool yeah. actually that's actually really cool so it's like I'm a like, little drinking game out loud it sounds stupid as hell <laughs> but, when, but then when you hear it you're like oh wow that actually sounds yeah. fun oh, yeah. Thank you for giving me something to do this weekend. It's strategy. Card. It's all strategy. Bureau card. That is a... Okay. Cool. 64, you said? Or Super Nintendo was your... 64. I mean, either one. You know, yeah. like, okay. Did you ever play like Mortal Kombat? Unless yeah. yeah. Mortal Kombat. Donkey Kong, obviously. Yeah, of course. 64. What was the other ones? Mario, I Super, mean, uh, Super Mario. Mario 64. Party, dude. People, like... People? Friendships were ended over Mario Party. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, really, dude? You take it. Taken. Yeah. Like, you play Taken? No. I've never played oh, Taken. Oh, you never played Taken? This is that fighting game? Oh. I think it's T E K K E N. Oh, okay. See, I, call like, it like super, I call it Tekken. I call it Tekken. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm no, not I was thinking like uh, I've got a particular set of skills taken. That's what I was thinking yeah. for some uh. reason. Liam Neeson was just like yeah, <laughs> Taken. <laughs> Liam Neeson's. I want my daughter back. And you have to like f- f- get his daughter. How many back. times? <laughs> how many times does this family have to be taken before they learn? I don't because know. There's <laughs> what, there's, they're gonna make a fourth one. There's yeah. three of them right now, right? You know what's funny? No, it's like his daughter and then his mother. They need to stop no, I guarantee you the fifth one is going to be CPS. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, like where else? Taking and go? like you can you can get her you can get them back. We're gonna have to fight the U.S. government. So, <laughs> so you know, <laughs> but he, I guarantee he'll still dodge every bullet, kill everybody, yeah. <laughs> and like somehow he'll get captured once, but so then yeah, he'll escape it. Yeah, yeah, then he'll somehow get his daughter back, and everybody's just gonna forget it ever happened, <laughs> and we're gonna love him for it. Nope. And he's leaving of movies. Lens like gets emotionally attached to movies, like beyond emotionally attached. <laughs> <laughs> Invested. So like, <laughs> she watched Saving Private Ryan for the first time. Like, oh like, my god! And don't, and don't it affected her mind. for like two or three days. Like, wow. More than that, I couldn't sleep. Wanted oh to god. cry every five seconds. I made animation in um in sixth grade about Saving Private Ryan. Really? 
Yeah. Really? I, I showed it to my whole class. I made I made out with Windows Paint. Huh? What'd you get for a grade? It wasn't for a grade. It was just like because I did it. My teacher oh, was like, my teacher, like I, sh- I sent it to my teacher and he was like, like, oh, I really like this and sent it to the class. That's sweet. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. But yeah, that movie is like, I listened to that movie. No, I, I watched that movie and I listened to um, uh, what's that fucking song called again? Um, is that another song? And I feel. Long the way to my right. Where you gonna go? And I feel it. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I hear, I watched that movie. I listened to that song. It's like, just, I don't know, like, it's like a crazy, like, just meld how well the, it like, went the together. Two ghosts. Yeah, it's, just, it's insane, you know. And I don't know. That movie is just it, intense. It's yeah. super fucking intense because. I mean, I can understand that one, I guess. Like, it's a bad example for her. But, like, but like, like, even she can't, she has to watch kid movies. Or I mean I love kid movies. Don't don't get me wrong. You like animation? Yeah. So like all these different like Pixar movies that come out. That's our favorite. That's like a date night for us. And we're just watching. Yeah. Like <laughs> cartoons. That's or pretty cool. like even like I could watch like three hundred. I watched like the end of it with him because it's not it's not like so realistic. Like it's not happening oh, right now. Yeah. yeah. Can I take a piss? Am I allowed to take a? Piss? Can yes. I get a bathroom break? Yeah. I'm sorry, listeners. I am quite inebriated. <laughs> But uh, let me just say that my hosts are beautiful and gallant, and they are <laughs> wonderful. And if this was a Yelp review, I would give their interview five stars. Aww. And I even say, they treated me with such elegance, and the floors were very clean. <laughs> <laughs> not a, That's not because of me. <laughs> I that, but it's her turn. Only one time. Dude. I also cook and do yeah. laundry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go. I have some banana bread, yeah, too, if anyone wants some. Hell yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, she just made it. It's on the stove. I'll get it. <laughs> it's vegan and gluten-free. It's got coconut shreds on it. It's got all kinds of stuff. Uh, well, if it tastes good, it yeah, tastes I'll good. Stay I don't care what it is. Hell yeah. Oh. I'm sweating. Do you watch any shows? Do you have any, like, big... Um... Like, are you a show guy? Or yeah, I watch like I watch Game of Thrones. Like, I'm really into that. Did you... Have you watched all the... Yeah. Like, are you up to date? I'm completely up to date. 100%. I'm not, so don't ruin it. Okay, I won't say anything. <laughs> I, I'm always, I'm really careful about that. Like, I don't... Like, whenever I talk to anybody, I'm like, okay, how much do they know? Like, yeah. I don't want to say anything. They don't want to. That's like, because uh, we're on season four. I think we just saw, well, season three ended with the Red Wedding. Yeah. Everybody yeah. knows about the Red Wedding. Yep. And then. You're into the good part. See, that's the thing. Everybody says that. Yep. And like, there's, what is like How many peak. now? How many seasons now? Uh, They just ended season seven, I think. Season seven? Yeah. Is it season six or season? I, I, honestly, I forget. It just blends together now. They're all over the yeah. place. But What's the. uh? Is there was it Simpsons that have the longest like they have the most seasons out of every I, single? I think so. Simpsons has been going on for all twenty plus. Yeah, man, that's it's crazy. And like I, I watched like a YouTube video where it shows like the first Simpson episode episode to like the last one, and it was just like kind of speeds through the animation, and they like they got way better at, at drawing the Simpsons. Yeah, and, like the characters are like I don't know. It's it's cool seeing like Homer and Bart on the first like episode versus yeah. like. At the end, it's just like, wow, this is awesome. Like, it's like everything's so clean, everything's so vibrant, and yeah, and they really like came into their own style and stuff. It's like I don't know, that's such, that's really cool that it went that went on that long. Like that's like a part of my childhood growing up. Like, yeah, like every, most people's childhood. That's like I'm trying to think because we didn't have. I remember people don't understand that nowadays. Like you can't, like you get to record everything. Like oh, we had yeah. to sit down. We had to. Uh, if you, if you weren't there at that time, you're not seeing whatever show you want to watch. What? We're we're just talking about like recording shows. Yeah, oh, that's why they had so many reruns all the time because like you yeah. missed it, like you you had like, to. Is, isn't it illegal to record shows or like is it recording sports games? It's illegal. It's 
I don't, don't think either ones were. I, you, don't get the, you don't get the written consent. <laughs> uh, the yeah, I mean, they, I think they tried to do that like a while ago, yeah. but then they realized there's no way they're going to like kick everybody's doors down and just. Yeah. Like, I just heard recording shows and I was like, this is the only way I could. <laughs> this is the only way I knew how to contribute yeah. to the yeah. conversation. One of these days, Netflix is going to. Netflix, well, I that's like, I don't have a Netflix. Lens's family. We go off Lens's family. Everybody's got all their own oh, stuff. Oh, like, oh, thank you. This is no. It looks beautiful. It looks amazing. Is, it, is that coconut shavings? Yeah. What? She's, and it's all vegan too. Oh, son. It's all. Oh, you can. Yeah. You, there's a. There should be an out. You see right there. Everything's oh. plugged. In. Just don't unplug anything, cause that's that's what's running the show right now. Got you. <laughs> <laughs> we just all cut off instantly. Yeah. I'm like, and then it just says, "Oh, look, tune in next week." <laughs> but yeah. So so music is. You said. Oh, you guys is, I mean, you guys obviously have a passion for music, but yeah, is there any other huge passions that maybe might surprise us? We'll start with Mike. I don't know if you have any specific ones. Um, I don't know. I was, I was really into gaming. I still, I still kind of am, um, yeah. but I don't play as much as I used to, but I still, I actually like one of the things I went to school for was like, uh, designing video games, like video game design and stuff like that. So I was yeah. like, really, at one point I was like, you know, sweet. I'm like, okay, maybe I'll do this, you know, cause I, I like, I like doing that. Um, so that's probably like the biggest passion I have other than, um. You know, like sport, like r- random things that aren't that sports and yeah. you know, stuff like that. But like, yeah, I would say that's like the number two probably. Because yours is, uh, he loved animation. animation. So what's your favorite anime? Tell me you like you like Rick and Morty. Love Rick and Morty. Dan Armin. Wet from you just sitting on it. My ass is sweating. <laughs> I got swamp ass. <laughs> Dan Armin and um. Who's the other creator? I'm drunk, so I'm not really sure. Who's I don't. Who. I don't know, man. You're the Watch. animator, dude. I actually don't. I actually don't watch Justin Roiland. Justin Roiland and Dan Armin are um, geniuses for that show, yeah. and I think I love how that show plays off of Back to the Future in such a beautiful way, and just how like. Like this is as if Marty McFly and you know the dogs are <laughs> like like if they just kept doing their fucking adventures, you know. But minus the the, the you know DeLorean, yeah. but. Um, I have a cartoon I'm actually working on right now called Hamsterdam. Hmm. It is a uh, it is about um, hamsters living, <laughs> yeah, living in a uh, in an apartment and they uh they have <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> they have their adventures, you know. They like um um I have two characters named Roach and Daryl. They are best friends. They are actually an artist and a producer duo. And they are um they've been best friends since they were kids. They grew up in like Detroit <laughs> in Harcourt's like. Like Roach's life was so hardcore that his mom left him after he was born, or before he was born. <laughs> before he was born. <laughs> <laughs> Just that hardcore. Well, ass hamsters shit. also like eat their babies sometimes too. Yeah, but, so he's lucky he didn't get eaten. But the whole but the whole idea is um. Sound my best. <laughs> they they live in they live in Amsterdam, but they're hamsters, so it's Amsterdam. Hamsterdam. <laughs> And we have we have I have different characters. I have um a lot of my voices um pretty much figured out. I have uh some some storyboards drawn out too. I'm here. You I can guys just show are to so you guys. creative. Yeah, this is uh this is my my love and my. I actually took an art class at uh, San Diego State. I gave my professor my album, a free copy, and this guy's like the Gordon Ramsay of art. Like every day after um for homework, every day the next day he would have us put up our homework assignments, um one right next to the other, and then have the person next to yours judge yours and, and criticize something that they did not like about yours what yeah and like it was like it was like well i like the idea he's like but what do you not like about it 
I don't like the shading. Shading's too much. No, but what else? Like, <laughs> you know, like get into it. Like, wow. And this is my. This is every morning. And I, you know, I love that class because it was like boot camp. It was like it had me drawing, and I was like, I cannot bitch about it. I, I like, I finished the class. Like, I passed over a minus. Really? Yeah, Damn. passed the class with a minus. Um, graduated this year. Got my bachelor's. Uh, but this is um, this is one of my sketches. See, this, this, this is all my work that I had to do for that class. But this is the uh, the first Amsterdam. So you know, like, do you do digital animation that much? I want to. You? I want. I want to bring that to life. That's the okay. whole goal. This, these are these are just storyboards. But I'm like slowly trying to teach myself or go to school for it or something. But I just want to say on this pack, podcast first, it's my idea. Amsterdam copyright. Calling Badu. Uh, <laughs> if I catch you slipping, bro. <laughs> No, but I already got. I actually already got it copyrighted. Um, but yeah, so it's it's something that I've been working on since like my uh, freshman year of col of junior college when I went to Mesa. Yeah. I uh, me and um, me and a group of friends and whatnot. We just so I came up with the idea. Yeah, please. Um, I'm also working on another um cartoon called Chupacabro. I'm good, my man. Chupacabro is the Chupacabra's brother, but this is the thing. This is the kicker. He was the Chupacabra. He's the Chupacabra's brother, but he's really cool. And when I say he's really cool, I mean he's trying to get his life together. He wants to one day be a public figure. He wants to bring because there, there's a whole there's a whole like tribe of Chupacabras. He wants to bring pride to Chupacabra people. <laughs> but his brother, by eating up all the fucking goats and livestock, have already has already turned him and his people into a myth. And so now when Chupacabra enters the city for the first time. He's confronted with a lot of challenges, and you know he meets two friends who actually accept him for who he is and try to help him. Wow! So yeah. you just like come up with these? Stories? Yeah, these are like my. Wow. That's, that's, that's why I wanted. That's why I want. Cause I I realized you know eventually I'm gonna hit a point where no one wants to see my 40 year old ass on stage. Yeah, wave your hands. I'll do your dance. <laughs> Looking like E40. I'm like, still doing like the like still doing like the fucking hey, polo. I, like, I mean like yeah, it's cool. Yeah. It's cool and everything, but I wanna I kind of wanna like just retire gracefully and retire into cartoons. You know, just do what I love. And that way, I, that way, I can still see my work. I can go home, just still get just as stoned as I want to, and watch my cartoons on TV, and laugh like, "Ha!" Ah, I remember Stacy didn't want to do that idea. <laughs> I'm glad we did. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> we got good ratings. <laughs> like, so that's uh, that's the dream. That's my um. I will. I would love to one day get you know like Mike and my uh my worry free people on because yeah like um back to Amsterdam the goal of the two characters there on PJ is every episode they get closer and closer to meeting their favorite um artist and I want like you know like Mike or um yeah definitely definitely Mike to be like one of the voices to be like you know one of the one of the artists that they meet along their way and like they go through everything they like you know they like lose their wristbands get you know buy tickets off the scalpers do whatever they can just to cast their show and you know they work on the same job with their roommates they they love making music they you know kind of like me and Holmes essentially it's like Holmes is white <laughs> that's essentially what it is you know and I'm like you, you had a white boy life <laughs> close I enough so, yeah. <laughs> I'm like close enough but um yeah it's like it's just something that like every episode you catch just how how much that they strive and they get closer and closer to their goal and it still seems like a just a ways away because daryl comes from like a super rocky background um roach comes from like a his his real name is pj paul paul john or whatever and like his his he comes from like a family of like you know his dad is a is a cop you know very well decorated you know military acts you know Wait, is he a hamster he's a hamster his dad's a hamster his, his, his dad's a hamster cop <laughs> They're all hamsters. Like, why don't you I'm get just, about yeah, it? I'm just making sure. You've seen, you've seen the storyboards. Is They're he, all hamsters. Is he full hamster? 
Yes, everyone is. They're like, okay, they're they're. Imagine this. Just please try to use your imagination. Just step I'm outside. Just it. step outside you. your reality box for a second. These hamsters. <laughs> okay, so imagine a world of post-apocalyptic hamsters. Okay. We're like I'm humans, listening. totally wiped out. Hamsters somehow absorbed the power, the um, personifications of humans, such as arms. So hamsters took over, in a sense. Okay, they've they've be, they've become the new humans. Yeah, and they've rebuilt things similar to us. But now that this is their turn, you know, yeah, it's kind of like a. <laughs> uh, I got you. Yeah, yeah. So it's just Those something are the working. Best. On. I, and yeah, I mean, I'll soon be having um voice voice act auditions, acting, whatever. You know, so yeah, you know, I'm actually, come I'm through, actually, make me laugh. Like, actually, if you can make me laugh, yo, you can. You got the part. Like, and I'm I, I'm not hard to make laugh, but you really gotta make me laugh. You gotta own it. Own that character. Oh, dude, I'll try out for sure. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Yo, you have a good voice. Man. I can do you have it, a man. great voice, dude. I would love to have you come out, man. I would like, cause uh, you know, I, I have various characters. Like the two have a boss who, like, he believes in their dreams secretly, but he gives them shit all the time. Yeah. But he secretly like no, like he like when, like one time he, he low key cares. Yeah, one time he sees them on TV and he's like he's actually happy, you know. But he yeah. gives them shit all the fucking time, you know mm-hmm. and. So they always have to, like, they're always missing shifts and shit because, you know, they have to, like, get closer to their... So, yeah, it's just... I don't want to, like, ramble on about it, but that's the whole premise I of the story. I have a question, though. What's up? Are there cars, like, hamster balls? Cause you no, no, Come no. On, yeah. Come on, dude. That no, has no, to like, like, no, no, it should be, like, some Flintstone cars. No, uh, no. It has, it, has to, it has to relate to... Bro. I want to relate to people, like, today. I know, but, like, they're still hamsters. Yeah. Like, you got to have them give them, See, like, hamsters. The like, have, I, hey, have everything so, else be the same, but have them have hamster balls for cars, dude. Yeah. Come on, What dude. about... Like, all right, for you, for you, I'll do that. You should have hamster ball Hamster ball cars. You should have them drive Fords. You remember the Ford commercial with the hamsters? Yeah, you know what I'm talking that's, about? That's kind of, well, it didn't, it didn't inspire me to make that, but I did picture them being in their cars. Something. I mean, you've seen the characters. Yeah, I've seen, seen like the pictures of the characters. I've seen, you know. Well, people I, watch shows for it. Like, but you know, you have to build them on characters. I like the hamster ball idea because Adult Swim likes weird, and I, that's gonna be the first Adult Swim haul at me. They're still hamsters. Like, even yeah. if they're, you know, I want, I want Adult Swim hamsters. They're still hamsters. I want <laughs> like Adult gotta, Swim to give me a shot with this cartoon. This is I'm a young cartoonist and, and a young black man. Affirmative action, please, God, work. <laughs> please, if any time, work now. <laughs> I'm a young black animator trying to make a way. If I make a cartoon, can you buy it for me today? That's my rhyme. <laughs> but no, yeah, I would, I would actually love to. They'll be the first people um network I will. Yeah. Episodes too and well cartoons think about this even i watch cartoons now like even spongebob or things that like they're geared towards adults oh yeah they're not geared towards kids as much anymore even definitely i think even old cartoons like um if you rewatch them I like that like yeah. they definitely have like an adult element that they had to hide and like now it's a little bit more like you don't have to censor it as much but if you rewatch old cartoons there's some jokes in there where you're like you're like whoa, right. <laughs> yeah, like, like kids movies and stuff. Yeah, there's always that like element for like the parents, you know. Yeah, like if you rewatch Rugrats, you realize like the parents were like alcoholics, man. Like yeah. you see, you see like Stu. I think the Tommy's dad was named Stu in Rugrats. Yeah. So, like and you just see him taking out bottles and just drink. And it's just like you don't catch that when you're a kid. You're like, oh, I don't. Know, he's probably drinking apple juice or something. I don't. Know, it's yeah. not important, you know. But then you realize like. He's actually an alcoholic. Or you like you watch like Hey Arnold yeah. and stuff, and you just see. Hey like, Arnold's probably one of the worst. Yeah, and it's just, so deep. But it's like it's it's way deep. But it's like on the surface, you just watch it. And you're like, oh yeah, whatever. You like, remember the episode yeah. Pigeon Man? Yeah, uh, I remember. Stupid kid. Oh uh, yeah, stupid kid. But Pigeon Man, he actually uh, he was suicidal. Like really? when, when, oh, yeah, yeah. when when Arnold left him, he killed himself. 
I was like, I, like always makes me tear up. I'm sorry. I like, I love that's that scene. Good, it was so, uh, oh my god, I watch it. I watch it like a lot because it like yeah. makes me think about like just the futility of like life and like the futility of like just human nature. You know, because like you have this like person who's so like committed to these creatures in almost like a obsessive obsessive way. Yet, I mean, yeah, his 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 feelings and everything. Somehow Arnold is able to like resonate with him and understand him, and I don't know. I just, God damn, I love that. I love that episode. It's my favorite episode in the world. Made me want to be an animator. I was like, God damn, that's such a beautiful fuck. Because Hey Arnold's one of my favorite shows. Yeah. When I was like, What's his parents look like? I remember my friend, my one, my one white friend in the, in the neighborhood, Michael. I was like, Bro, because Michael, he never knew what what his dad looked like, and I was yeah. like. Yeah, just, I, was like, I was like, we are going good. to find your, we're going to find your dad, dude. Because like, if Hey Arnold isn't going to give it to me, I'm going to find it my damn self. Yeah, um, we did, and yeah, was... cartoons back then were so, I see classic like getting older kind of thing. Yeah, like my the stuff in my day was so much better than the yep. stuff there is now. But cartoons back then was like Hey Arnold. It was my everything, dude. It was my cat everything. dog was pretty good. Angry Beavers, cow and chicken. Cat dog too. If you remember that episode where they finally found their parents, they were adopted. They had that one really freaky monster yeah. thing as their as their mom, and then like a weird frog thing as their dad. That was cat dogs. Um, that, that was their adopted parents. They found yeah, cause that, so we so we never actually figured out who Cat Dog's real parents were. Dude, Rocco's Modern Life. Though. Rocco's Modern Life. Oh. There was an episode of Rocco's Mo- Modern Life. I'm sorry, I'm such a cartoon fucking nut job. I'm sorry, but there's an episode of Rocco's Modern Life where he actually remember the frog looking creatures. Yeah. He actually um, uh, he was being seduced by the, f- the female frog yep. creature. I remember and that they episode. and they yeah I heard that they like I don't know if they like they got rid of it or they banned it or something it was because re- it was like not child friendly yeah it was like this was sexual image like this guy's like, like this is pretty out this there. guy's <laughs> wife while the guy's gone and so and then like the frog person is like kind of like suspicious and he's like yeah and he's like you know you, you. it was an episode that like they had that a lot though there was like an yeah. episode where they went to like yeah. the cabin or whatever and like Johnny Bravo's a rapist um, it was like the frog <laughs> yeah, the frog mo- the frog guy and his wife. Wanted to go to the cabin, and then, like, Rocco and Heifer, like, rented the cabin at the same time. And you could tell he was mad because he wanted to smash, like, and, like, they were there. Like, and he was, like, he was so, mad. He was so, so mad the upset. whole time. It's about cock blocking. And it's, like, then. I didn't know that. Like, I, I literally, like, I was randomly watching, like, uh, Nickelodeon, like, a rerun or something, like, way later. And, like, I didn't notice. I definitely didn't notice that when I was a kid. I'm just, like, oh, like, why is he all mad? He's just a cranky old, you know, tadpole guy. But, like, then you realize, like, oh, He's mad because he wants to smash, and he like yeah. Rocco, Rocco and Heifer are cock blocking because they're in the the thing, just like, oh, you want to go fishing? Heifer, that like, dumb whale thing. Yeah. Cow was a cow, I think it was. And you like, me- I don't know. Um, you remember Ed, Ed, and Eddie? Yep. Yeah, that was like one of the last ever hand drawn. Uh, before everything was like software, kind of bit like. Yeah, Ed, Ed, and Eddie is um, the jawbreakers. Oh my god. Yeah, who's, who's I, I never creators? even had a jawbreaker in my life until I saw Ed and Eddie. I was was like, it Dean Sparrow? I think it was that created Ed and Eddie. Was it Dan Sparrow? I think it was. Sounds right. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I think I think that's what his name was. Um, that show. Goddamn. God There's damn. so many. Then SpongeBob. God obviously, damn. everybody loves SpongeBob. That show. If that show doesn't go down in history as one of the greatest cartoons ever. Like. Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network? Sorry. Um, well, I'm Cartoon Network. I didn't Are you? Cartoon. Oh, oh, for all around. Like if you, all around. you like, that's a good. That's a good. I gotta go to. I gotta go Nick. Really? You gotta go Nick. I gotta go Nick. I don't know, man. <laughs> Cartoon Network. That's where the soul was, dog. Dude, that's, think dude, about Rugrats. Sick days. 
sick days. Rugrats, home, Hey Arnold. Brother. Yeah. Sick like, come days. On, dude. During the day, you would watch Price is Right. That's During the enough, day, you would like, watch Price is Right, right? That's the first thing you I do. I watch What's That's New. That's what I did. Oh, I watched. Like, no. Legend, That's the first Legend thing of, you do. Legend I watched What's Temple New Scooby-Doo. Oh, like, Legend of the Hidden Temple. I watched oh What's God. New Scooby-Doo. I would get so mad at those kids. I'd be like, you don't deserve to be on this show. You can't even put the statue together. Get out of here, dude. Like, get me no. on the show. How do I get on the show? These guys, like, how do you get to the show? Like, you got flown out to the show. Your parents flew you out. You got dressed up in your blue barracuda or whatever. And you get blue the whole barracuda. obstacle course. And you can't put the statue together. Like, how the fuck does that happen? Like, I don't even know. Like, I yeah. Like you should be kicked wow. off immediately. Like it's, I was so mad. Like wow. you're, I completely forgot. I would get cartoon, so mad. I get heated, dude. Cartoon Network was like Powderpuff Girls. Yeah. Um, they had uh, Johnny Dex- Bravo. Dexter's Danny Lab. Antonucci. Dexter's Lab. Danny Antonucci was a creative uh, editor, and they had to like. You I'm had sorry, to get I had to get that. Dude. I just, I want to know. I want to know yeah. who, who's doing what. It was Cartoon Network was good, but I just, I don't know. Maybe I, just, I grew up. A different well, like Nickelodeon was like that was my shit man. I was like, like cat dog, cat dog, Rocco's Modern Angry Life, Beavers, Angry Beavers, Rugrats, Doug. Like I can like wow. if I hear the Doug theme song like I'm just like I'll whistle along you know like I can't. Which help one was it. was Rugrats? Yeah, Nickelodeon Nickel- or Nickelodeon was Nickelodeon. definitely Rugrats. Nickelodeon yeah. And and um, did you ever watch Ren and Stimpy? Yep. Yeah, Ren and Stimpy. Like, was that Cartoon Network? That was Cartoon Network. I'm yeah. pretty sure that was Nick, dude. Oh no, you're right. That was Nick. Nick. Yeah, you're right. Like you are right. Yeah. Holy shit. Thank you. Oh my god. Maybe I'm the animator, dude. Uh, Who was that? Oh shit. Take the take the tablet, (laughs) bro. uh, Fairly Godparents. That was Nick. Yeah, that was that was that was Nick. Are you sure? I think that's Cartoon Network. No, no, Fairly Godparents. Isn't that the same guy that draws Dexter, though? No, you're tripping. Dexter. Dexter was on Cartoon Network. No, it's in the same. I reclaim my throne, bitch. I never watched Cartoon Network, and I watched Fairly Odd Parents, so I think it's Nick. Yeah, it might be right. Maybe it's the same animator, though. I feel like there's some. Nah. What was like the What was like the foundation of Cartoon Network? Cartoon Network is like Crows and Kelly Dog. It was a lot of Tom and Jerry. What's the new Scooby Doo? Oh, Tom and Jerry. Yeah, that was one of the. That that might give you the throne right there. What's the skateboarding one? Nick. Oh, you're talking about Rocket Power. Rocket Power. Right, right, that was yeah. Nick. Rocket Power is cool. Nick brought a whole different type of like animation free spirit. Nick was almost like the equivalent to the a West. Beach. It was, yeah, it was almost it was like, like California. It was like the West Coast yeah. of like yeah. of like cartoons, whereas Wild cartoon whereas Cartoon oh, Network had that. Just think about it, Cartoon Network shows were very like just the drawing style was very like almost loose. It, it was, was it was loose, but it was like yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was it was like loose, but it was like very um, like governed in a weird way. Yeah, and even their stories and their like the storylines and everything, you know, kind of had that like Smurfs. You know, I wonder if the 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 founders of Cartoon Network are from West Coast. I like, uh, I know, I know. There's a studio. Um, there's a Warner Brothers studio. Was one in L. A. That was one of the, the slime was Nick, right? Yeah. See, one of um. Walt Disney, the cool thing about Walt Disney was that he actually built, when he built the whole Disney um, studio, he made it like basically a hotel for animators. It was it was fully furnished. It was, Like they had their rooms. They had freaking gyms. They had, because like being an animator was a full time, it was a lifestyle. Yeah. It was completely, and he believed in that so much. And although, yeah, he was an anti-Semitic asshole, I like to know and stand for what he what he brought to the table because it was something the, the way he ap- approached and viewed animation was like I don't know it's one of the things that I just I pray that someday I will actually be able to understand truly. yeah because 
I don't know. To me, it was incredible. You know, and I love watching just any animation-related history on anything. Yeah. You know, it's just it's fucking because I actually know one of the first um, the first animated films ever was about a dinosaur. It was a dinosaur named um, was it Betsy? Uh, Little foot. No, no, I oh, actually show, I actually <laughs> that, showed you. I, I get emotional on that one. That Little foot. Little foot was good. The tree star. Oh man. Yeah, three D animation. I'm not. I'm not crazy about. Well, another really yeah. cool show is regular show. Regular show is fucking awesome. <laughs> that's like that's. And the then shit. Disney, obviously Disney had their shows, but there was like, they no, they were like real people. They remember like Lizzie McGuire. Yeah. And like, you remember the Disney movies? Oh, dude, Johnny Tsunami, man. Johnny Tsunami, Brink. Oh, yeah. yep. yep. Brink. What was the the one that you brought up? Smart House. I forgot about that one, Smart House, and yep. then there was oh, Motocrossed. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> they were yeah. all good. They don't make Disney movies. Uh, Halloween Town, but the first oh, one, that's it. Yeah. Because the rest got. They were just trying to make money. Gertie, Gertie the dinosaur. It's the first um keyframe. At least that's what I. I mean, there's there's other there's other. Clifford sure the big red dog. Argue with that. Yeah, I think um. Disney Disney's whole look on on like shows and cartoons i like disney because they brought reality back and it kind of like made i feel like disney was the show that we watched when we wanted to get older when we want to feel older yeah, yeah that's yeah. true i can feel that and totally i don't know it's it, i i think that's really cool that they kind of just brought maturity to um the younger art audience and kind of made a lot of us who we are today and we can we got admit we, yeah like when you go from watching a Amanda show to lizzie mcguire that's a whole that's a change for to um, that's a raven or whatever you know, um, but I think the torch should always hands down go to Cartoon Network. And the reason why <laughs> the reason why I say that the reason why I say that is because even now Cartoon Network's branch of Adult Swim, Adult Swim made Family Guy what it is. Family oh, yeah. Guy, Fam- oh, yeah, I would Fox agree. rejected Family Guy. Fox said this is stupid. No one's ever gonna like this. You're ridiculous. Adult Swim's like. We'll take it. <laughs> and I they fucking made a killing. Like, they like, yeah. that's genius. They like made a fucking, they flipped it and they made a killing. And now Family Guy is what it is. Now Fox is like, oh yeah, sure. Call on back. You know what yeah. I mean? so obviously We'll, play, we'll play the reruns. Exactly. And that's what they do. But Adult Swim always, just fa- this um, Cartoon Network and Adult Swim alone, they've always just had this open-mindedness. Definitely. About almost anything. You know, yeah. like I've seen some shows and some segments that just like, Freak me the fuck out. Like, have you ever watched a show called Wonder Showsin? No. Wonder Showsin is a weird show. Like, there's this one um scene called Mr. Body. This kid is like, Mr. Body, um, tell me about the heart. He's like, well, Henry, the heart is the is the center of the body. He's like, and he just like looks at the kid for like really really long. It looks like, like awkwardly like, long. Mad dog. Does the kid like just like. Like, bitch, you better listen to me. Yeah. And then the kid starts crying. like, thank you, Mr. Body. And the show is just, is one of the most incredible shows. Because, like, I actually want to do that. I want to have a a 30-minute segment of just random things. Just, like, cartoons. No, no, yeah. sorry. Uh, Rocket. Or, or, sorry, Robot Chicken kind of, se- like, little well, skits? Well, kind of, in, in a sense, but, like, more like, more like, like okay, so, like, I'll have 30 minutes. So I'll probably spend, like, five minutes on a little cartoon. Like, just a really stupid, funny, like, mad TV-type cartoon. Yeah. Then another five minutes on, like, a kid painting and Holmes' song being played. 
And then like another five minutes of like I don't know, like just like just things that like kind of in that robot chicken style, but kind of just like show very different. Or and it's like and then like a segment of like us actually hitting the street and talking to people. Yeah, and just like actually going outside and shit. And just have like a whole thirty minute series of that. And I feel like those those shows are the most entertaining. Yeah, because you have so much to choose from. It's like just watching, and you have you can't really prepare for it. It's like Loiter yeah. Squad. Yeah, exactly. You that know, kind of thing. Like Loiter Squad has a whole like idea. Um, but yeah, I feel like Adult Swim and Cartoon Network really brought all that to us, and I just think that's like, hey, I appreciate that because I remember um, even Comedy Central. Yeah, Comedy Central. When they did you ever watch freaking Celebrity Deathmatch? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. was that your shit? Yeah. Like, do you ever watch that? Like the claymation? Hell yeah! Fun fact: the um the singer for uh TV on the radio, the black dude, he is actually uh he's when he was one of the animators. Really? Yeah, he's actually uh, he's like one of the people I look up to. Was it what's the what was the saying for uh family? It's not let's get it on. That's that's MXC. Do you remember MXC? From it was like uh this old Japanese like um show right an old japanese show where but these guys these comedians were voicing over everything uh-huh. and they were just it was like uh they were doing all these different challenges and stuff and oh dude mxc was the best and guy Le douche that was the guy that was uh, a game douche. show they would do like obstacle courses yeah shit, dude it was so tight <laughs> mxc was the best it was so tight damn i'm so all right now i feel what is it is it let's i forget what it is but celebrity deathmatch was good yeah celebrity, that was my, my it was end. pretty violent like <laughs> intensely violent. That's why it was so funny. And then, like, I remember, like, when South Park came. South Park, I actually, believe it or not, when I was 13, I was on a South Park uh, forum. I was on this South Park, like, like it was this huge South Park forum. It was just, like, everything South Park. And I actually made my own version of South Park. And I, I cut out all the characters and everything. I, like, took the yeah. photos and I did all of that. Yeah. And I, all I wanted to do, I just wanted to talk to Mastodon and Trey Parker so fucking badly. Yeah. That was, like... I just I just want to ask him any questions, anything like, uh, how do you time <laughs> your like oh, how did you start like anything? And I remember I stayed up and I was I'm I was going on the um I was going on the social media thing, and it was cool because I actually met some other animators. I met some Indian animators, and he like they like showed me their videos and stuff. So I remember actually pretty cool. Um, but I ended up talking to some guy who pretended to be him. And like oh, yeah, no. it was like it was like you a got couple catfish. Yeah, yeah, it was like it was like a couple questions in that I figured. Catfish. It was a couple questions in that I figured out that he wasn't him. Yeah, I Damn. was like, what? yeah, and I don't know. It was it was upsetting because I'm like, I'm like, like yo, so like yo, so when you when you guys started working on the when you started working on a cartoon, how did you guys how did you guys like go about it? What did you guys do? He's like, it's like, well, me and Tim were just. Um, oh no no no! He's like, he's like, well, me and Trey, because he's trying to be mad. Like, well, me and Trey were just, you know, in high in college, and we just thought, hey, let's just get. I'm like, you're actually asking a fucking question, <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> and like, and like a lot of stuff, like little did he know, I actually looked up on their life. I'm like, yeah. bro, I waited for this shit. <laughs> you're actually gonna pretend to be them. Yeah. So that was unfortunate, and you know, maybe if I meet Matt, Matt Stone, Trey Parker, I, we can laugh about this. Mm. I won't really be <laughs> laughing. <laughs> that was my morning. Yeah. <laughs> that was one morning I'll never get back. <laughs> but anywho, um, yeah, I just, I just kept doing it from then on. I actually yeah. have a little cartoon. I I did. I animated a little bird flying. It's like a three second, nice. three second thing. Um, my Still. my, 
But um, yeah. So do you guys? I feel like we're we're gonna probably gonna wrap this up here in a little bit. But um, yeah. do you guys feel like you have anything else you gotta say or anything like that? Like, well, where can we find you? That's the thing. So. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, for me, everything is consistent. It's just Sup, I'm Holmes. Like S U P I M H O L M E S. Um, yeah. At Twitter, Instagram, SupImHolmes.com, um, SoundCloud, Sup, I'm Holmes. Um, yeah, everything's on that. So if you just type that in, you can find me. Um, uh, yeah, same with me. Like I'm, mine's just Kwame Body Music. So SoundCloud, Kwame Body Music. Nah. Facebook, Kwame Body Music, Instagram, Kwame Body Music. And um our 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 group um oh yeah. K like a kangaroo W A M E B A D U M U S I C. Nice. And uh our group page or group pages uh, is uh, Worry Free. We have a website that's coming up called Worry Free for ever with the number four yep dot com so, yeah dot com so yeah worry free number four ever. Nice. <laughs> and then can you are you going to be able to like download or play music just probably yeah i mean yeah you can you'll be able to download music you'll be able to buy merchandise be able to w- keep up to date with what's happening yeah. with the whole you know what's going on and yeah uh we're going to do a lot of um we're going to do this thing where we're like recording ourselves in the studio a lot so yeah. a lot of people so you'll be able to see, catch a lot of the videos of songs that you yeah. know, are coming i don't up. know if you ever heard of like twitch tv or anything like yeah that. yeah so like we're gonna stream um ourselves making songs like while like live like well like when i call them to come over like we'll just stream like the whole process so that way like if anybody's curious like because i i don't think that content's out there very much like you can't see like kendrick lamar how he makes a song in the studio or whatever so yeah, like a lot of people it. don't really know um so like literally we'll come in and then he'll sit down and we'll be like oh let's work on this song and then so you can see the whole entire process of that's awesome. from the first second like you hear the music to like what we think about it how we're you know writing all the lyrics and everything and then um so we i we haven't started a, the twitch page but it's probably going to be worry free forever you know twitch.tv uh, backslash worry free for ever with the number four um yeah um yeah and so we'll start that up um hopefully in the next couple of weeks we'll start doing that yeah nice Got some cool songs on the way. Uh, I have my next album coming out. Um, I'm I'm really excited about it. It's gonna. Have when a are you thinking about dropping it? Uh, I don't actually have a date yet. I'm usually kind of opposed at like setting dates, but I understand you know the need for it. Yeah. So I will say I'll try to go for my birthday, November twenty eighth. But you know, anything can What's happen. November twenty eighth. Yeah. What's the sign of November twenty eighth? Sagittarius. I'm a, yeah, I'm a Sagittarius. Yeah, is that you're bad or good? Right Should I kill myself now? I was going to say, are you a Leo or are you a Sagittarius? Oh, no, I'm a Sagittarius. I'm Sagittarius too, man. Hell yeah. You Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> it's just us, Capricorn. man. Capricorn. Get your capping ass out here. <laughs> <laughs> Cap on out here, bro. Bust a cap in that ass. Bust a Capricorn. Capricorn are some of the most hardworking. Good, good. He's there. Some of them. He's most. like, yeah, that's right. That sounds about good. <laughs> no, I'll take no, it. Mike. Mike works his ass off there. I, I will admit that. Yeah. He, he's grind. He grinds all the time. Mike so, a oh yeah, that's <laughs> spot on. So, now you guys tell us where to find you. Where's your next show? Where's it? So you said November thirtieth, right? No, September thirtieth. September thirtieth. Sorry. We're at the House of Blues. Um, we're going. Me and Holmes are going to uh, rent out the uh, electric chair. In OB. Really? Yeah, we're going to run out the electric chair in OB, yep. and um, it's like 400 bucks or something. I don't know. Like, <laughs> we're we're going to get yeah. it. Like, And, yeah, uh, the show is going to probably start 
early, like around like seven thirty or something. Probably go up until like ten, and then yeah. we're gonna hit the beach. You know, yeah, that, cool. that's a little. That's probably gonna be like next year. Like yeah, early it's next gonna year. be early next year. So yeah. just stay updated for that. Cause it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, I think we're going to get you a show at the F six, cause yeah, like just to follow up on that whole the CD shows on. The, he's gonna start doing his own shows. He's yeah. gonna start doing his own shows, and he's gonna kill him. Man. Oh, he's, he's gonna. gonna we gotta go, man. We gotta go. Yeah, um, but yeah, or if you want, you can probably get the House of Blues too, because um, I think Flash wanted us on a set. He wanted us on a set for yeah. House of Blues. Well, definitely, definitely the the House of Blues on the thirtieth for sure is probably yeah. when you can find us next if you want to catch us performing. Yeah. Well, if you guys already haven't already heard it, listeners, uh, follow them. They just said all the information. They got everything ready. September thirtieth, House of Blues. We're probably gonna be there, so we hope you we see you guys there. Uh, Lindsay's gonna, gonna do all awesome. our sign off stuff, so I'm gonna hand it off to her. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you can find us on our website at e number two e podcast.com. So e two e podcast.com, and on Instagram and Facebook at e to e podcast. We also have a Twitter, but we haven't done one thing with it. Uh, <laughs> <that feel>. Yeah, <laughs> and we're on iTunes um, at e dash e podcast. Yeah. Um, but the easiest way is to just go to our website and click on the Apple icon, and it will take you right to the um, i uh, podcast page. I was gonna say iTunes. Well, yeah, kind of. Um, all right. Well, thank you guys so. If you much. type that in Google, will that still show up? E two. All right. Cool. E two E podcast.com. Just E to E podcast.com. Then you all find right. all yeah, the links yeah. off there. E to E. I like that. And it's you know what it stands for? No. What so is it's it? everyone to everyone. So it's us oh, sharing everything what? with everybody. Hell yeah. yeah. I've always wanted to be shared. <laughs> and that's sound a lot better like, in my head. The whole thing's based off of like everyone has something nice to say or something fun to say. Everybody's interesting. And you know you ever had a teacher that yeah. out, like that teaches you and they, you don't really get it it's not really clicking with you and then somebody explains it to you in a totally different way and it just clicks yeah so even if you guys touch even talking about cartoons even talking about anything like you know with your love of music you may click with one person that's yeah. all that matters so it's that's everyone cool. to everyone man that was pretty cool yeah. so we wanted to learn like we wanted to learn about you guys um people learn about us through this whole process i mean yeah you, know. you guys are more than just your music you know what i mean we got to yep. talk about music yeah. but we also got to talk about you you know what i mean yeah, so. yeah i like that hell yeah like well, well damn thank you for having us like i this has been exciting and i i feel ready for my 91x interview <laughs> i will be on 91x uh this sunday at um this sunday september 17th at 8 p.m uh talking to tim piles about cool stuff Hell you yeah. played, yeah. You played me on the radio, so we're gonna play, we're gonna play a couple more of Kwame songs. And well, thanks for having me out there. Thanks for coming by, man. Hell yeah! Thank All right, you for guys. everybody listening, we love you guys. We'll talk to you guys later. <laughs>